Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday. It is December 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a winter weather advisory goes into effect this morning at 7 a.m. and is expected to stay in place until 1 a.m. Tuesday morning. Like Preston mentioned, a mixture of snow, sleet, and freezing rain will eventually change to rain across all counties covered by the advisory. There will be a gradual arrival of some light snow before... Oh, my God! (laughs) (laughs) My mom called last night. She's like, I don't know if I should go to work. What do you think? I'm uh, like, I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, it's going to change to sleet and then freezing rain, and then finally it'll change uh, all to rain. Most accumulation, they're saying, will be on grassy surfaces, a total of about one inch of snow or ice. Uh, some farther north could get two inches. Bear watch! Most roads okay. <laughs> most roads will remain primarily wet. Of course, there is a chance of icy conditions. Uh, so it, it's expected to stay cold with a high of 36, 37 degrees today. The rain will continue with some mixed precipitation lingering in northern areas uh, near the Lehigh Valley and the Poconos. The low for Philadelphia is 35, but closer to freezing in northern areas. Tomorrow, we can expect periods of rain and drizzle through the morning and early afternoon. Uh, some drying is possible later in the day, and it's a little bit warmer uh, somewhere in the mid 40s. Oh yeah, if you remember, a couple of years ago we had you know we had snow like a couple of days before Halloween. So yeah, uh, we're that's doing right. okay. Early. Yeah. Huge flames engulfed two yachts at Seaview Harbor Marita in Longport early Monday morning. In the parking lot, dozens of emergency vehicles uh, stood ready as firefighters firefighters battled the flames. Two large boats caught fire at about 1 a.m. Both boats sank into roughly eight feet of water. They continued to burn even as they were submerged. Coast Guard officials said the boats were about 50 to 60 feet long. Each of of them carried 1,000 gallons of fuel, which uh, became a concern for first responders. A boat fire is the ultimate irony, is it not? Right. right on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuel did leak into the water. Crews blanketed the fuel in foam to keep the fire from reigniting. The Coast Guard said it will also have a pollution response team respond to the scene. Coast Guard officials say the marina owners and the boat owners will ultimately be responsible for covering the costs of the cleanup. Investigators have not determined a cause of the fire. Local fire officials will partner with the Coast Guard for the investigation. There have been no reports of injuries. The Longport Fire Department received help from several agencies, including Egg Harbor Township, Margate, and the National Guard, which brought the foam truck to the scene. The Hallmark Channel will reinstate same-sex marriage commercials that it pulled from the network, according to a company statement sent on Sunday. An ad for wedding planning site Zola, featuring two brides kissing at the altar, was pulled following a complaint from the conservative group One Million, Mo- One Million Moms. A Hallmark spokesperson previously told the Associated Press that the network pulled the ad because of controversy uh, and, and that it was creating a distraction. The, the ad is a sweet little ad. My problem with is it it doesn't go far enough oh, yeah, stop I, mean, it. I, mean, stop it. I mean honestly <laughs> as gary lowers observed lesbian daisy chain is awesome it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful i think with it, those were his exact words weren't they yeah mm-hmm. yeah most beautiful thing in the world yeah beautiful man. thing in the world so yeah. Add to the holiday beauty. Okay. The Crown Media team has been agonizing over this decision, and we've seen the hurt it has unintentionally caused. Simply, uh, He simply said they, they believe this was the wrong decision. Hallmark mm-hmm. Card CEO Mike Perry said in the statement, we are truly sorry for the hurt and disappointment this has caused. Hallmark was facing some bitter criticism over social media uh, because of the initial decision to pull the ads. The hashtag boycott Hallmark was trending at one point on Twitter, and celebrities like Ellen DeGeneres and William Shatner criticized the decision. The LGBT 
LGBT advocacy group GLAD called the initial decision to remove the ads discriminatory and especially hypocritical coming from a network that claims to present family programming and also recently stated that they're open to LGBTQ uh, holiday movies. They just announced uh, like four or five movies. Why would you do that and then take the commercial off? But the Hallmark Channel will reinstate the same-sex marriage commercials. Yeah, I, I, I like the diversity. I think it's cool, but I do find it funny watching the volley back and forth between ultra conservative groups and then on the other side the other who they cheer when it's hey they pull the ad all right yeah, 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 and then the yeah. other side goes no and then they put the ads back yay yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, this yeah. back and forth thing that Not you get soon. to watch from the sidelines and i love when there's like infighting between different sides of the group yeah you know, like but yeah that's good but there's no trans right, yeah. right <laughs> all right in sports this morning The Eagles came back to beat the Redskins yeah. yesterday afternoon in Washington, winning 37-27. to Craig Ward, the former practice squad player who didn't have an NFL catch before this season, not, made the game-winning catch with under a... That's not part of my process. It's running. I can't <laughs> stop it. Sorry. It sucks over here. That was. Yeah. Uh, with under a minute to play, and the Eagles added a defensive touchdown as the game ended. Up next for the Birds is a game on Sunday at home against the Dallas Cowboys, who also won yesterday, beating the LA Rams 44-21. to The Cowboys and the Eagles are both 7-7. Seven and seven. If the Eagles win their last two games, they will win the division, but if the Eagles lose to the Cowboys on Sunday, they are eliminated from the playoffs. The Sixers lost to the Nets last night in Brooklyn. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 24 points as the Nets went on to beat the Sixers 109 to 89. With Joel Embiid sitting out with an upper respiratory illness, the Sixers did not have much of an answer for the Nets who scored 64 points in paint. Ben Simmons scored 20 points. Tobias Harris added 17 for the Sixers whose five-game winning streak came to an end. The Sixers are off until Wednesday when they'll return home to play the Miami Heat. You're looking at the color of the court, right? Yes. Yeah, it, it throws you off a bit. We're watching we're watching highlights of the game video footage of them of the sixers playing and the sixers are <laughs> wearing black you know they're, yeah. they're red uh uniforms and the court is it looks like a black and white screen it looks like they colorized yeah, yeah. just the players out on the court wait that's, did they dim the court or not? no it's wow, a it's, different color yeah. that's how it is yeah it's a gray, a gray court, color yeah, wow. yeah that's kind of wild looking it, it makes is. it makes the players actually look like video game avatars that's yeah. what i was yeah. thinking yeah, yeah. yeah. stand out where was that i'm sorry i wasn't that's paying Brooklyn. attention Wow, okay. Yeah, well, that's interesting. That is. And the Flyers lost to the Jets last night in Winnipeg. Winnipeg scored four times in the course of just over four minutes in the second part of the second period on their way to the eventual 7-3 win. (laughs) Flyers are back home tomorrow night with a game against the Anaheim Ducks. And over the weekend, the Flyers announced that 23-year-old forward Oscar Lindblom has been diagnosed with Ewing's sarcoma, a rare bone cancer, and is not expected to play this season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Bunch, Kathy. Uh, Welcome back from the weekend, gang. Uh, We have an exciting week planned for you as we have the Christmas Miracle live broadcast taking place on Thursday. Magical. At Parks Casino. Why don't we go ahead and invite three people right now. Take the first three callers who think they know a thing or two about our show. It's a Christmas Miracle! Yeah! Can you be there Thursday morning, nice and early, before the sun even comes up, and uh, get yourself set to maybe be picked out of the audience to get up on a contestant's row and win some fabulous prizes from the Preston City Radio Program and WMMR. Let's get you here. You need to be at least 21. You can bring a friend. That friend's name will not go into the 
giant hopper of names that we have to be chosen for the contestants row portion. But we do have other prizes that we will be giving away to everyone in attendance. So let's have you get on board. And um, we'll uh, we we have like. I'll, I'll make sure we get plenty of opportunities between now and then. Wednesday, oh, yeah. obviously, we'll wrap up uh, doing the giveaways. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fun event, and we're looking forward to it once again. A Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, so make sure you wear your ugly sweater. I love sweater. that room, too. The yeah, Excite Center. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we have that to give away. We also have a new Word of the Week prize, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see the Struts. Yeah. December 29th at the Fillmore and a signed copy of Young and Dangerous on Vinyl and a pair of tickets with meet and greet passes as WMMR presents Greta Van Fleet on December 30th at the Met. So that'll be two nights in a row. You go into two great shows and you actually will get to meet Greta Van Fleet, which is pretty cool. So that's Letter of the Day, Word of the Week prize. So listen up for the uh, letter at the end of the program. Keep track and uh, we'll give that away on Friday. Uh, Guest-wise, our buddy Greg Fitzsimmons is going to be on the program. He's giving us a call. Greg's normally in the studio. We actually haven't seen him in a while because he keeps planning shows at comedy clubs when we're on vacation. Yes. (laughs) And uh, he's going to be at Helium next Friday. Not this Friday, but the 27th and Saturday, December 28th. So we'll talk to Greg because he's a good friend of the program. Uh, otherwise, we're just, uh, you know. It's all things holidays, all things end of the year, all things end of the decade. Business as usual, as I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot. So, we're going to take a break and come back in a second. Stupid question. We got prizes for you and lots of stories uh, to pass along. So, stay close. We'll be back in just a moment. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So for the stupid question, we have a four-pack of tickets that you can win as the Wings are going to be playing the Warriors at the Wells Fargo Center uh, for an exciting home opener on Friday, January 10th. If you can answer this question for me in Home Alone, what is the name of the filthy animal movie that you oh. haven't watches? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. All right, what is the name of the filthy, keep the change, you filthy animal. That's caught on. Yeah. I see it all over T-shirts now. Yep. And two, something like that. Two one five two six three wmmr you're in the ballpark, in the Casey, ballpark. with your answer, but not quite. Let's see if, uh, see if somebody can get that correct. So we'll go to birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. It's Monday, December 16th. Uh, Billy F. Gibbons of ZZ Top, a big birthday for him today. He is 70 years old. 70 years old. Mm -hmm. Wow. And one of the longest running 
three-piece bands that uh, still together, believe it or not. And uh, they they play they played the MMRBQ a few yeah. years ago. And people were thrilled to see them there. I, yeah. I appreciate them. I would not say I put on ZZ Top, you know, when I'm listening to music. But when something comes on, I'm always glad to hear it. Yeah, anything, especially before they got into Sharp Dressed Man and all yeah. that, which is, it's fine. Good stuff, yeah. It's fine, but the real, like this, the real right. good bluesy stuff, whenever it comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah. ZZ Top. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, so Billy Gibbons is uh, 70 today. Are they Jesus Left Chicago, by the way? Yeah. Okay. What yep. a great song, man. Mm-hmm. And, and Pearl Necklace and, uh, you know, uh, Tube Snake Boogie. And, I mean, there's just so many good songs. I, th- I think I'm pr- one of my favorite songs of theirs is probably one of their least, least ZZ Top-ish is the, the ballad of, is it Rough Boy? Oh, mm. Rough Boy! That's yeah. a it's, yeah. a it's a um, yeah it's a it's a cool little ballad. Yeah, I, I, I love that song. Actually, yeah. is it just called Rough Boy or Ballad yeah, or Rough Boy? No, it's just called Rough Boy, but it is a ballad. Oh, okay. Because I'm a rough, rough boy. boy. It's very slow, yep. but right. uh, and it doesn't sound like them really. But I know the song, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so Billy seventy Benjamin Bratt. I like him. Law and Order um, and uh, Miss Congeniality. Doctor Strange. Doctor uh, Strange, that's correct. Yeah. Catwoman with Halle Berry, the oh. big movie bomb. He is uh, 56 today. He's also on Modern Family. Very funny. Oh, Le- really? Yeah. Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes uh, celebrates her 78th birthday today. I wonder if in the bathroom they at 60 Minutes they do have a Leslie Stahl. A Leslie right? Stahl. <laughs> Right? <laughs> they should. It'd be a perk, right? In honor of her. She's a top flight journalist. Yeah, this is the Leslie stall. <laughs> Flo Rida. Now you're talking. I remember the first time we talked about Flo Rida on the show. None of us knew who he was. We thought it might have been Flo Rida. Yeah, or we just thought it was Florida. <laughs> I thought it was Flo Rida. Yeah. And I thought Flo Rida was a woman because of, you know, Flo being a name. Florence, Flo. Florida, but no, it's Florida. Little could we have imagined that uh, he would outsell the Beatles with a long and illustrious <laughs> career. Oh, wow, did he? Yeah, not really. Oh, okay, he's uh, <laughs> he's forty today, Florida. Uh, then you have William the Refrigerator Perry, who is uh, fifty-seven today. We talk about this all the time. When he came on the scene, the perception was this is the their, sports has reached the maximum. No one can get this big and play. And now he's considered nothing. Yeah, yeah. they're all that big. Yeah, he was uh, only six-three. Yeah. But, I mean, there are tight ends bigger than him. Right yeah, now, yeah, you know? yeah. You're right. <laughs> yep. You're right. Fifty-seven today. Uh, Benny Anderson, who is of the band ABBA, he's one of the four people, one of the uh, four Swedes that formed ABBA. Seventy-three years old today, and they were in the seventies a force to be reckoned with. They sold a ridiculous amount of records. Did you uh, fly over his estate or something? Or well, it's it's actually just a couple of streets over from where oh, okay. my wife's aunt and uncle live. So uh, no, we've walked by there several times. We just go out for a stroll. Yes, in Stockholm, and uh, yeah, it's his house is uh, it's it's out on this small little island. I mean, by small, I mean. There's a walkway that goes out okay, to it, and yeah. it's on and a little island out in the water. It's pretty neat, and it's not gigantic or anything oh, like all right. that. He's a multi, multi-millionaire. Big though. time, yeah. Uh, but Benny is 73 today. Uh, Miranda Otto from uh, Lord of the Rings and War of the Worlds, and I meant to look her up. I forgot uh, who was she, she was. also uh, in um, Newsroom? I don't know. Miranda Otto. Oh, I know who she is. So from... I forgot which Lord of the Rings movie she was in, but she kind of uh, 
The third. She disguises as a, as a guy, as a warrior at one point. Yeah, I think the third one, Steve. Yeah. You're right, yeah. And she uh, she is, uh, yeah, she is on news, or was on newsroom. She's 52 today. Uh, two other birthdays, uh, Kristen Ritter. Uh, Love her. Yeah, she's great. It, 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 listen, you, not that you will, uh, but if you ever do. Jessica uh, Jones. Jessica Jones yeah. is great. All three of them are great. Uh, and she was great in Breaking Bad. She had a story arc in that. She uh, was, um, I don't know if she's still with, but uh, the lead singer, guitarist from uh, The War on Drugs, which is a you uh, know, Philadelphia band. I going to say Warrant. No, no, no. <laughs> wow, War man. on Drugs. Rocking and rolling. Uh, so, I mean, they obviously has Philadelphia connections. They, you know, sort of formed here. At yeah. Least if, if you remember Elise Brown, her husband was like the drummer on the, you know, an album and stuff like that. They won a Grammy. But she used to be, or it maybe is still with the lead singer from that band. Okay. Uh, she's 38 years old today. And uh, then I'll bring up this last one. It's Theo James's birthday today. Theo! That's, that's the only <laughs> reason I brought him up. I was hoping to hear Theo. Uh, in the Divergent series, he played the male lead in that. He was uh, uh, kind of the boyfriend. Yeah, I watched the, the first one, watched a little bit of the second one, <laughs> and it made me regret watching the first one. <laughs> I liked the first one. Yeah. Uh, and then it just kept going, and I was a like... society society that's that complicated. I'm, I'm a Divergent, you're Detergent, you're mm-hmm. Resurgent. Yeah. Okay. It was interesting. These are the optimistic people. I, These, think, I, I think I might... Enjoy the books. Probably. More so yeah. than the movies. But uh, he is celebrating his 35th t- uh, birthday today. Theo, happy birthday. Theo! <laughs> <laughs> they should have had cause being divergent. That would have been great, right? Yeah. yeah. Where's yeah. the detergent for yeah. the sweaters? <laughs> happy birthday, everybody. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, in Home Alone, what is the na- what's the filthy animal movie? Two one five two six three WMMR. I will go to Erica see if we can get an answer. Hey, Erica, how you doing? Hey, hey. hey. Erica, do me a favor and tell me what film in Home Alone I am talking about. Angels with filthy souls. Yes, <laughs> the movie within a movie. Angels with Filthy Souls. Hang on a second, Erica, because we are going to give you a four-pack of tickets as the Philadelphia Wings face off against Vancouver Warriors at the Wells Fargo Center for an exciting home opener. And that's Friday, January 10th. You can experience nonstop action, fun for the whole family, and enjoy uh, dollar hot dogs, by the way. You can get tickets at (laughs) wingslax.com. I am going to read this as I was finding a question this morning, and I did a quick search on uh, that movie within a movie. There's a whole, uh, there's an article on the making of that movie. That movie within the movie. Just, yeah, 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 Just the Angels with Filthy Souls. And I'm intrigued to go and and, <laughs> uh, and read about it. So the title is a riff on Angels with Dirty Faces, which was a, a classic crime, you know, movie. And uh, um, But I, I, I love the noir look and the whole thing. I, so, you know, they had to film all that stuff, obviously. It wasn't yeah, pre-existing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they had to create <laughs> that, and it's... it's it, Created this little cult thing now, which is great. Get your no good yellow keister <laughs> off my property. Off my property, or I fill you full of lead. Since we're talking Home Alone and Macaulay Culkin, we should probably reference uh, oh. Uncle, Uncle Buck. Oh my God! And that that clip, which was so last week, we somebody had sent to me, and I I tweeted it out, retweeted it, which was the picture of. Uh, Stallone as Home Stallone, Home Stallone. Yeah, uh, but there's one that it's it's equal, uh, which is from Uncle Buck. That that rapid fire question Q and A that yep. he has with uh, Macaulay Culkin. They did the same thing, except now it's in video form with Stallone's face answering. It's 
Yeah. I just, I fell in love with it. I couldn't <laughs> stop watching it. Have you seen it yet, no. Casey? You've, you no. need to see. Here's, you can't hear it. <laughs> Is it Macaulay Culkin's voice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's him It's him going, you know, where's your office? I don't, uh, I don't have one. How come? Because, you know, and, you know that, that rapid fire yep. back and forth, it's it. so... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Funny because his his head doesn't move yeah. uh-huh. during the shot, and they can very very easily place Stallone's face on it. It's great. <laughs> I just love the fact that Stallone put it on his own Instagram page. He did. Yeah. He loves yeah. it. He loves he it. He has to love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So speaking of movies at the box office, uh, number one was Jumanji: The Next Level. No surprise there. It did right. o- just over sixty million dollars. Uh, Frozen two still in there at number two. Uh, Powerhouse. Followed by uh, Knives Out. Richard Jewell debuted at number four, as well as Black Christmas at number five. Uh, Then you have Ford versus Ferrari, Queen and Slim. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was number eight, followed by Dark Waters. And then Bridges rounded out the top ten. I'm going to start with this. Uh, Lawyers for women who have accused Harvey Weinstein of sexual misconduct, including rape, are slamming a proposed $47 million settlement of claims against the Weinstein Company. Uh, They say the deal gives too little to the victims and too much to Weinstein's lawyers and possibly Weinstein himself. All told, $25 million has been set aside for victims. $12 million has been earmarked to pay for Harvey and Bob Weinstein's legal costs. The remainder will go to directors of the Weinstein Company and insurers of the Weinstein Company as well. Uh, uh, Lawyer Thomas... Uh, Giufra of the is uh, of the proposed deal said, yeah, "I think it's an outrage." Uh, Douglas Wigdor, a lawyer for three Weinstein accusers, said, "This is the worst settlement I've seen in my entire career." He said, "It's a complete disaster. It leaves very little of the victims. More than thirty women have formally accused Weinstein of abuse. Some uh, women will likely receive five hundred thousand each, but <laughs> for other victims and future claimants, it's unclear how much they will receive." Meanwhile, TMZ reports that. Wine, uh, Weinstein has uh, bilateral laminectomy surgery, or he has it, I guess, in a bid to alleviate his severe back pain. At a court appearance last week, he appeared to have trouble walking on his own, leaning on AIDS, and at other times he was seen with a walker. But critics oh, feel so good. Uh, mm. critics insist that the back pain is a fake-out. I don't oh doubt it. I don't doubt it. Yeah, and it's funny. One one person wrote, uh, why do all these old dirty bastards magically become handicapped when their asses are drug into court? Bill Cosby also, as many noted, appeared to develop a more serious eye issue <laughs> yeah, yeah. ahead of his sex abuse trial. Uh, he's t- not the only one. You can go back. They all start to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, who is the mobster who, uh, who feigned... Um, Dementia by walking around with with a robe on in the dead of winter outside. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? I forget the guy's name, but he was wow. trying. Yeah, uh. it, it always happens. Uh, meanwhile, listen to the balls. Okay, uh. okay. In an interview with the New York Post, after what he said was a three-hour surgery to remove bone plates, compressing his vertebrae, he fought back against claims that he was faking his illness, and then took credit. For the advancement of women in the workplace. Oh, boy. Weinstein said, I made more movies directed by women and about women than any filmmaker. And I'm talking about 30 years ago. I'm not talking about now when it's Vogue. I did it first. I pioneered it. It It all got eviscerated because of what happened, he said. My work has been forgotten. Well, that's the, that is a remark that a true sociopath would make. Right. Totally unaware of how 
ridiculous that sounds. Now, I want to go back to the money thing that we were talking yes. about, yeah. how the $47 million lawsuit is, is laughable, and, and it's the lawyers that are saying this. And listen, I want the victims to get as much as they can possibly get. Um, but if it's 30 victims and they're only getting $500,000 a piece... Well, some are getting just five hundred. Some, are, I, from what Preston was reading, what are the lawyers getting? Is my question. Uh, there's going to be they get a, a chunk. Okay. They do get a chunk. Okay, mm-hmm. because if they want to, um, I mean, if they're so righteous about this, why not take less money? Uh, you know what I mean? Well, that's In order the for, the, for the victims to get more, I, I, I well, it is also their job. They I know it's their job. It. I know it's their. They job. have families too, but they are. You know, they want more money. <sighs> I, I have a hard time believing that they want more money for the victims. They want more money for themselves because the more that the victims get, the more that they get. Right? I don't know. You know, in some in some cases, sure, they're they're they, we know they're 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 you know they're good lawyers who who are, are uh, working for the benefit of their their clients. We've heard stories of, of shysters. Yeah. So I, I don't know. In this case, you hope that they're motivated by trying to make sure these people get money that they're deserving of. I, who knows? I don't know? know. I just watched the third series uh, season of Goliath and. That lawyer right there, that Billy Bob Thornton, he's a good egg. And uh, they, they, we should have more lawyers I like watched him. a show called Davy and Goliath, which is presented by the Lutheran Church. <laughs> was it good? It was pretty good. It okay, cool. Claymation. You remember that, Preston, Yeah, right? but that yeah. was presented by the Lutheran Church? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, he goes on to say, Gwyneth Paltrow in 2003 got $10 million to make a movie called View from the Top. She was the highest paid female actor in an independent film. Higher paid than all the men. So he's pointing that out that he's... And all she had to do was kiss my son. Yeah, <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. See, uh, I'm an oh innovator. I'm, I'm a champion of women. I'll get you that role. Just kiss my left testy. <laughs> kiss my <Gross>. sack. <laughs> Come on, you dummy. Uh, you cr- filthy animal. <laughs> you filthy animal. The trial, the criminal trial begins next month. All right, I have some breakup stories for oh, you, no. man. Uh, you know, we're in that season. We are. We right. are in the season of breakups, oh, right? Yeah, yeah get yeah. it done before the, the holiday done. hits. Yeah, Colin and Livia Firth. <laughs> have, <laughs> Colin and Livia Firth have, have split. I want. Here's what we do. Let's have Gary Lauer do this whole story and see how long it takes before his jam pops out. Oh I'm saying Firth. <laughs> Colin and Livia Firth have split after 22 years of marriage, a public affair and court case uh, with an alleged stalker as well. Now, the, I heard, and you, I don't know if you got this, was she cheating on him? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this happened a little while back. So Colin and Livia, here's, here's a, a rep, tells People Magazine, Colin and Livia Firth have uh, separated... They maintain a close friendship and remain united in their love for their children. They kindly ask for privacy, blah, blah, blah. All right, so they share they share two children, Luca, who is 18, and Mateo, who is 16. They were last seen together in September at the Green Carpet Fashion Awards during Milan Fashion Week. Now, this split comes almost two years after they revealed that uh, Livia had a romance with another man while they were separated in 2015. Livia, who married the Oscar winner in 1997, claimed that a guy named Marco uh, Brancaccia uh, had stalked her after their relationship ended. <clears throat> this, <clears throat> excuse me, is what they said in a statement in March of 2018. So the statement's right. a little older. 
It said a few years ago, Colin and Livia privately made the decision to separate. During that time, Livia briefly had become involved with former friend Mr. Uh, Brancaccia. I was the, on a break! The Firths <laughs> have since reunited. In 2017, police investigated uh, Brancaccia when Livia had filed an official complaint in Italy claiming he was harassing her. He denied the allegations. He told people, the reality is that Livia and I have known each other since we were youths. Uh, then in 2015 to 16, we had an 11-month love affair. After it ended in June of 2016, I never called her again. I did send her two WhatsApp messages one happy birthday text message, and an email to Colin, the latter, which I truly regret. He was charged with stalking. Huh. Police reportedly found abusive messages mm-hmm. on and emails on Brancaccia's phone during the investigation. That case was settled out of court in July 2018. So that's old news. Mm. This is, they, they've just split up. So, okay. okay, so it's just a follow-through. But it, So we are we are to believe, then, that Focaccia was the one. Focaccia. Focaccia was the one that she was having this... This uh, mm-hmm. a relationship with yeah. when things got a little heated, accusations of stalking yeah. came into the scene. Okay, got it now. Yep. So now the Firths are getting a divorce. That's uh, right. A yeah. divorce. That is correct. Uh, now, another divorce story. Mad Men star Christina Hendricks is, uh, has filed for divorce from her husband of 10 years, Jeffrey Arend. Now, <laughs> <laughs> since time began... We've looked at this relationship and said, what? Mm-hmm. Because she is a, I don't a classic, like. you know, she's basically Jessica Rabbit incarnate. And um, and he's nothing against him, but what? Uh, she filed paperwork in L.A. Superior Court on Friday. Hendricks listed April 19th as the official date of separation and is requesting that the court terminate the ability to award either person spousal support. So mm-hmm. they're, they're officially splitting up. He's in yeah. the movie uh, Devil. You know, it yep. takes place in the elevator. Yeah, he was in something else as well. And again, Days of Summer? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Um, you know, I, I look at him and I go, hey, good for you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. You got 10 <laughs> nice years job. of that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enough now. Uh, Scarlett Johansson hosted SNL for the sixth time and addressed her engagement to SNL star Colin Jost in the opener. She joked that the pressure was on to perform well. And she said, what are they going to do, fire my fiancé? And then she said, oh, no, what are we going to do without his paycheck? (laughs) (laughs) She's a good host. She Uh, is very good. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, But I did see the teasers and stuff leading up to it. She's she's funny. I am, though, uh, again, maybe there's a little bit of... Really, those two? Because she's, you know, she's a, a nuclear reactor, and he's—I like him, but he's—yeah, it, it seems a little weird. But hey, maybe that's the beauty of the relationship. You know, uh, a week or two ago, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds was on Weekend Update yes, with Colin Jost, and Ryan Reynolds used to be married to Scarlett Johansson, and now Colin Colin Jost is engaged to Scarlett Johansson. I wonder if that was weird at all. I wonder if they talked about certain things. Well, look, yeah. what, he, look what he got. Yeah, true. I yeah, think he's, yeah I, I mean, think he's, I think he's doing okay. Everybody wins in the end, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, actress Sally Just ask Fe- Colin Firth. Actress Sally Field was arrested. Uh, never thought I'd hear what? that. Uh, at Jane Fonda's weekly climate protest at the U.S. Capitol in D.C. Yeah, she was completely drunk. Uh, she. <laughs> Save the planet. She was throwing Save bottles. Save the planet. <laughs> Uh, she and 26 other demonstrators were put in cuffs after she said the time is now to act on climate change. So they uh, they, they took Sally. Hey, hey, oh, climate action has got some. Uh, that doesn't work. Nope. Uh, Friday's protest was the 10th uh, executive protest that Fonda had organized. So she is. We're here. We're climate. Get used to it. Yeah. No. 
No? No. I'll get back to you. All right. A 23-year-old Sophia Hutchins and 70-year-old Caitlyn Jenner have been sparking romance rumors for a while. 23 and 70. I know. This has been years now, so I wonder when they started dating. I'll pick up after school, sweetie. Yeah. (laughs) The pair live together, but Hutchins insists that uh, they were never romantically involved. She's a a trans uh, as well, yes? I don't know anything about I, her. I believe she is. So the New York Times, uh, she tells the New York Times, Hutchins has uh, taken over as Jenner's manager. Uh, she says, Uh-oh. I saw nobody was managing her, and there were all these people Manage ta- taking a mm. massive <laughs> advantage. Manage me hard. <laughs> yeah, with three fingers. And uh, I was saying, Caitlin, if I don't step in here and start managing you, you're going to go broke. You are a little treasure. That's what you are. You're a little angel from God. Uh, Hutchins takes a uh, 10% of, uh, Jennings earnings, by the way. He's not going to go broke. His, uh, daughter is you a mean, she's not yeah. going to go broke. Caitlin? I'm Caitlin? sorry. Yes. She's not going to go broke. You are so insensitive. I am. I am outraged. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. You'll always be yeah. okay. <laughs> your daughter is a billionaire. Your 23-year-old yeah. daughter is a billionaire. And by the way, your other daughter, I think, is back with Ben Simmons. And by, yes, that's the, that's actually true. The rumor. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. She's been spotted. Oh. She used to sit courtside. Now she's up in some uh, luxury boxes or whatever. Okay. All right. She's in uh, she's in Gritty's uh, box. <laughs> <laughs> she sits with Gritty? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That'd be awesome. She's keeping a low profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is great, isn't it? <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. Uh, The Queen of England is looking for someone with creative flair who can maintain her presence in the public eye and on the world stage. I know someone who might help her. Who? Takashi 69. Uh, It could include leading a small team of media specialists to cover a state visit or royal engagement in a way that appeals to social media users, young and old. The family's new... Head of digital engagement. That's what they're looking for. So they're looking available. at, okay, an online a, a online footprint, so to speak. Is being uh, offered between 45 and 50,000 pounds, which would be in the $100,000 range, I guess. Yeah. Uh, or maybe a little bit more than that. I'm not sure. Working uh, 37 and a half hours a week, Monday to Friday. A job advert shared on LinkedIn and the Royal Household website says the role is about knowing your content will be viewed by millions. Yeah. Well, with her first out-of-the-park project, she wants to do something where she plays video games and comments on them. Okay. Yeah. Like a Twitch thing. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. I'm trying to help Link get into the castle. Uh, the post said it's it's about never standing still and finding new ways to maintain the Queen's presence in the public eye and on the world stage. I am Queen Elizabeth. I'll be playing Fortnite tonight. Uh, this is what makes uh, working for the royal household exceptional. Uh, you have to be, though, um, you're under incredible scrutiny if you're... The one who's handling their yeah. online appearance. Uh, the royal family has 4.1 million followers on Twitter compared to 6.9 million on Instagram and 4.9 million on Facebook. Is she on TikTok, do you think? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Doing that where she's dancing to the rap songs? Making little videos. I'm going to, I'm going to steal your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, there's a really cool <clears throat> video that popped up over the weekend of Gary Sinise. Uh, it was a... He was shown a video by a friend, and it's uh, it's loaded with high, I mean, the, just the top of the top celebrities thanking him for his Gary Sinise Foundation and his yeah. work with veterans. And Gary gets really uh, emotional during it. It's really cool. Uh, so, and, and Tom Hanks was the guy behind the video that did it. He 
Tom is only in the very, very last little bit. Um, and uh, but he's a guy who got everybody together. So well-known members of Hollywood show up each with a message of support uh, with each face that shows up on the screen. It nearly brings Gary to tears. The stoic actor has an obvious soft spot for his side project. Uh, each familiar face has a message of support. Starts with Jay Leno and people like, uh, you know, Tom Allen and Ron Howard and Steve Buscemi and uh, De Niro and uh, General Colin Powell. And- Snooky. Snooky, no. Uh, Aaron Eckhart. I, d- I don't have the list yeah, of all the names, I, it's, but it's, it's celeb after celeb after yeah. celeb, and it's um, it's really touching. You got to love Gary Sinise. Man. Oh, because he he uh, he puts so much effort into this. It means the world to him. Yeah. He's constantly doing stuff for uh, veterans. And it's so funny because he's the characters that he's played over the years, he, he can be this, he, he can portray this evil yeah, nasty, vicious characters, but he's just the softest guy in the world, you know. If you see him in uh, his version that he directed of of Mice and Men, yeah, he's he's that guy. I I, I think of him that way. That every guy, yeah. you know, and and um, he clearly is that. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else I have here for you. Caroline Flack, the host of ITV's Love Island. This is, uh, I believe, the version in the UK. Has- yes has been charged with assault after an incident at her home in London. Uh, police were called to her home where she lives with her partner, tennis player Lewis Burton. <clears throat> Spokesman for the presenter told the BBC, we confirmed that police attended Caroline's home following a private domestic incident. She is cooperating with the appropriate people to resolve matters. Hey, guys, thanks for following me on my YouTube channel. Did you hear what happened to the host yeah. of Love Island? Mm. So she's, she's doing all these different things, yeah. She's doing uh, entertainment hey reports. <laughs> <laughs> it's her in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so this was kind of interesting. Jodie Foster almost played Cindy Brady when she was a kid. Wow. Uh, the Brady Bunch cast As revealed Nell. on uh, Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, instead of a, a, yeah. Of a lisp, right. she, she, she can't Nell. communicate yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> so Cindy, Susan Olsen had a, had a little bit of a lisp, and yeah, Cindy, you, you can't go smearing your feces on the <laughs> attic wall. <laughs> I know it's from where you. I know it's comfortable for you to spread your spore around the house to <laughs> chase away predators. <laughs> Mr. Brady could even communicate. He could really. <laughs> he could uh, have a moral lesson for yeah. Nell, who wouldn't understand him. Gaia, fla, bla, ta, cla. Fuego, ta, bla. That's Nell. Where are y'all going? Right? Now, Nell, where I got ta, cla, cla, play, play. That's her version. Of, that's her version of Mom always said, "Don't play ball in the house, Steve." Play it one more time. Where are y'all going? Right? Yeah, Mom always said, "Don't play ball yeah. in the house." You know that. Uh, but apparently, it was on Watch What ha- Watch What Happens uh, live with Andy Cohen, Maureen McCormack, uh, Eve Plum, Susan Olsen, Barry Williams, Christopher Knight, and Mike Lookinlam were all reuniting there as the head of uh, HGTV's Food Network crossover special, a very Brady renovation holiday edition. Uh, yeah, Susan Olsen had said that um, Jody, James Gandolfini was supposed to play Bobby. That Jodie Foster <laughs> was up for Cindy. So uh, entirely got, different cast, right? Yeah, yeah, totally different. Do you ever see that clickbait? That's a picture of Maureen McCormick in sort of a seductive shot, look like a 
It's a, it's some sort of picture. It, it's got to be doctored. I don't remember her ever being in anything that was like that. Okay. But it always pops up. It's as common as the girl with the uh, the stingray lit over her oh, shoulders. Yeah. yeah. It pops up all the time. But I'm like, this has to be doctored. She never appeared in anything where she was done up like that. I don't think I've seen that one. Huh. Mm. All right. Uh, then one last thing. Queeby uh, is <laughs> rebooting the MTV 90s dating show Singled Out. I beg your pardon. Queeby. Uh, <laughs> uh, with Hustler star Kiki Palmer Kiki. and uh, Sunnyside star Joel Kim Booster as host. What's that? Uh, the series will drop uh, in the spring, and uh, the original singled out featured a group of 50 singles trying to land a date with a single contestant. I, I wonder here with this now. So at the time singled out was on, this was pre-apps uh, and online stuff and, yeah. and TikTok and all these other different ways uh, you know, of, of meeting people. Um, what are they targeting that same age or is it? Yeah, I think so. Cause I, I wonder if it's past its time now with all the other options. I, I think they, that the, just the contest yeah. portion, you know, the contest right. aspect of it might make it watchable, even though you can go out and meet people in different ways now, but yeah, it's just, like, uh, the nature of, uh, uh, of, you know, the back and forth that they have because you, you had to answer questions and things like yeah, that. That's it, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was large, large groups. Yeah. And then the, that questioning process would whittle them down. Yep. Uh, it ran from 95 to 98 with Chris Hardwick and Jenny McCarthy as the hosts, by the way. That's where uh, Marissa fell in love with uh, Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Right? All right. We're ready to do the clips, folks. In a Spinoff of the TV series The Fosters, uh, Kelly and Mariana Foster take on life as they move to L.A. together in the series Good Trouble. In this clip, Maya Mitchell talks about the direction that the two head after life with their foster family. Here we go. Callie and Mariana are now in the mid-20s. Post-college, they're kind of living on their own. Callie for the first time. And so you're seeing them tackle issues but with kind of higher stakes because they don't really have their parents to lean on they've just kind of got each other i don't i don't want i don't think i want to see it good trouble airs tonight at nine and that is on freeform here's the next clip the star siblings derek and julianne hoff celebrate the holiday season with music dance more ah. their christmas special holiday with the hoffs in this clip, Julianne explains how this special was inspired by the holidays as children. Here we go. A lot of people would be like, oh, you know, like, don't make your kids do that. And it's it's not parents telling us to do it. Like, we want to perform. We want to, you know, share what we love. And so, yeah, it's it, it really is just a manifestation of how we grew up and, and just the fun that we had. thing sucks. She's just delightful. I love her. You follow her on Instagram? I do. Yeah, she's yeah. wonderful. I like her. Uh, Holiday with the Hoffs uh, airs tonight, 10 on NBC. And I wonder if this is going to be, you know, sketch, fun, goofy comedy moments or something uh, like that. And of so, course, they'll, they'll do some dancing. They'll well, they're both to. so funny. Um, <laughs> I hope they do that. Do you remember ages ago when uh, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey had something like yeah, oh this? Yes. Yeah, I do. And it was real cheese ball. Well, they took the reality show, which is one of the first ones we were following. We even enjoyed it. Yeah. And then they tried to port that over to a variety show. Yeah. You, you're so, you're so stupid. Uh, so Holiday with Haas is on tonight, uh, 10 o'clock. That's on NBC, by the way. All right, there you go. Entertainment Report. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget that we will be giving away uh, opportunities to join us for the Christmas Miracle. It's on Thursday, Parks Casino, uh, Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. I'll tell you when to call in. 
Get set for that because we've got a lot of great prizes to give away. Our buddy Greg Fitzsimmons is on the program today. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us this morning. MMR's Day Off on the Slopes at Jack Frost Mountain. Friday, January 10th. Celebrate winter with the best lift ticket deal out there, along with a Pierre Robert live broadcast and a legendary happy hour with Jackson, live from E2000 Lounge. Listen up. We got you a great deal on lift tickets, but the sooner you buy, the less you pay. Now through December 23rd, lift tickets are just 10 bucks while supplies last. WMMR.com has all the details. MMR's Day Off on the Slopes. Sip, ski, and be merry. Friday, January 10th at Jack Frost Mountain from JFBB. Where the snow comes first. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything there rocks. So what, you're going to play a little bit of this case? Uh, Well, it's it's there. Here's the clip of the original. Right? So it's... I retracted my statement. Yeah, it's okay. all up here. B do de do. B do de do. And and speaking of uh, little parodies and things like that, now I haven't heard this yet, but you on Saturday Night Live, obviously over the weekend, they were they were doing a lot of uh, holiday stuff, holiday things, yeah. and uh, they did a version of I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Right, Cecily Strong uh, performed it, and it, uh, it I thought it was well done. Okay, you know? yeah, I so, want to hear a little bit of okay. this. All right, so here we go. Is that part of the original? Is that yeah? Those yeah, are the, those the original lyrics. lyrics. Yeah, right. yeah. And then. Then she sees dad watching, <laughs> watching Mom them kiss. kiss He's sitting Claus. in a chair, yeah. Okay. I thought that he'd be mad or at least be kind of sad, but he just sat there watching them and only said, Not bad. <laughs> I can tell that Santa Claus regretted getting himself mixed up in this. Hey. He said that he should probably roll, but mommy said, No way, ass. <laughs> he hadn't done half the stuff. <laughs> I guess we all each have a name. Mine seems to be watching people's private lives. 
God. I love it. I so love many it. of these songs have, you know, if you if you if you hold them up and twist them a little bit, look at them, it's like, well, it's kind of oh, totally. disturbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize what that actual song was really about well, until much, much later on. Yes, Santa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, and there was another uh, spoof I guess they did over the weekend in case you were showing me. It was a Macy's ad where... <laughs> it's really uh, good. They, awesome. It's about parents getting kids dressed up in these ridiculous holiday outfits, meaning just the the, the big clothing and sweaters and How well, hot and itchy oh and God. the shoes hurt. They yes. try to make children look like like fifty year old men and yeah. women. And, yeah. it, and, and listen, it, it is adorable, but to actually put your child in that, it's uh, like ridiculous. No, no kid ever wanted that. Never. No, no. I, I, it was, like binding sweaters and I remember having a like a turtleneck on for one thing and it was yeah. horrible. I found um this season at Target they are uh jeans but they or they're actually sweatpants but they look like jeans but they look so much like jeans that I, I that's what Jace wears when he wears like uh, has to get dressed up. Do they have those for adults? I, I mean they, but they're good. Like Would they, you wear those? They don't look yes. like sweatpants. Sweatpants that look like jeans. Wouldn't you wear them if they uh, were completely uh, yes. convincing? Absolutely. Of course you would. And yeah. if, if they're dirty and like we have to go somewhere and he has to put jeans on, he has yeah. like a fit. He's like, where, where are those other ones? I'm, I'm I may be convinced. Maybe I mean, this is just a realization right now that my lack of commitment to religion has to do with my parents dressing me up for church <laughs> when I was a kid. And I, I remember that's your memory. Uh, yeah. Because I remember, like, uh, you know, trying to wear a tie, okay, so them buttoning it all the way up to my neck. <laughs> Clearly, I needed a new shirt. But now nah, we can get this on. No, no, One more year. And, and so, Preston. Pinching the skin on my neck to get that last. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't. Button buttoned. You're, oh, you're so right. You can't see my hand gesture, but so you as what you do is you're I remember my dad would turn like hold on to the edges of the of the collar yeah. and then turn his wrist yeah. in <laughs> to pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> Why yes. the F do you think I wear sweatpants and t shirts every, every goddamn day <laughs> yeah. at the Catholic, Catholic school. school? So from kindergarten to senior year of high school, I was constricted. I never, ever, ever wanted to feel that way ever again. And I still have a vision of these horrible these you know formal shoes that they would try to squeeze my feet into mm-hmm. and lace them up really super tight and go to church in and and the you know and you'd slide all over the places there's no grip on the bottom of those yeah. formal shoes yeah well they're made they're made of uh, they're basically made of what floor tiles are made out of <laughs> yeah in, well, in that bit they say uh, and Macy sells black hard shiny here. shoes that hurt I'll play a little <laughs> bit of it here the holidays are here so head to Macy's for unbeatable deals on a winter wardrobe for the whole family. Men's blazers starting at four. Starts off like a legit commercial. Yeah, little ones. Macy's has the festive fashions that'll have them saying, It's too high! It's Tis the season for wrestling your wiggly little monster into thick winter clothes. So all month long, we're taking 25% off boys' merino wool sweaters that won't fit over his head. If you stop squirming, it would be on already. And 40% off cozy corduroys that'll pinch his little nuts. <laughs> Can't he just wear his jeans? You don't wear jeans to church. And for your little girl, it's half off all hard, shiny shoes that hurt. Shoes <laughs> hurt. Welcome to being a woman, Kylie. And it's tough to be a woman. <laughs> oh my God, it's the truth. And now you'll you'll see. Obviously, the um, 
uh, the pictures when you take the kids, you go to Santa, and and if you choose to dress them up like that, it makes the experience that much more dramatic. Around the holidays and the holiday gatherings and so on and so forth, I, uh, I, I, I. I just get so like I want to pull up my collar. Mm-hmm. I just why I will quite often just wear like a like a holiday t shirt or something or so, just because when you're there, it just for some reason they, you always feel so hot. And you know, we were at <laughs> I, I was talking to I was at a, a, a gathering on on Saturday night, and and uh, you know, the, the, people were in sweaters. And why did I wear this? Why did I? Because it's a holiday, and I'm going to wear a Christmas sweater. But halfway through, you realize so you've hot. made a critical yeah. mistake. Yeah. You're going to die of heat stroke. I went to I went to a holiday party, and I wore a sweater over the weekend. Yeah, uh, because uh, I never get to wear it. It's a cool, it's an ugly sweater. It's a Maker's Mark bourbon. Yes, and I wanted to wear. It. I'm like, hey, I finally get to wear this. This is yeah. cool. <laughs> and like ten minutes in, I'm like, I'm burning up. This is way too hot. How's I was going to wear underneath. Look, I was yeah. going to wear my my one of my sweaters because I have a couple of them. I was like, oh, this would be great if I showed up. The house was super cozy, comfortable, warm, mm-hmm. and everyone was going. <laughs> yeah. If you're brave enough or stupid enough to go to the mall over the holidays uh, to do some shopping, do you leave your jacket in the car? I do. Yeah. Me too. I yep. can't. I can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. because That's... it's instant sweat once you walk into the mall. Yeah. Yeah. I... I'll, I'll handle the two-minute cold walk to yes. and from the car. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Just so I'm comfortable it, yeah. walking around for however many hours we might be at the moment. And I start getting, I start getting pissed off and agitated, and you know, and you, you know, it, it usually ends with me punching the Salvation Army guy. So <laughs> and nobody likes that. Yeah. You don't want to have to do that. That bell is so loud. It's donated already. Yeah, I wonder. I've, I, I wonder if we'll get out and even though my kids are grown now, my youngest is twelve, but the boys are gigantic. They're over six feet tall, and we will occasionally do, go and do the the Santa photo just for fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. Uh, but we might. I wonder if we'll do that this year. That's or not. my. If you live in my house, we're going for a Santa photo. Oh yeah, <laughs> no matter what. No matter what age you are. Do you yeah. still do the uh, picture people thing? Uh, yes, we do. Only we do it with uh, Brian, of course, photography. Oh, oh. Well, much better option. We'll do our photos. Okay, and, and uh, yeah, we'll get that done. Uh, but we do that. Yeah, we take the picture every year. In fact, Brian's house is where I was with that hot sweater on oh. over the weekend. Oh, you made it to the Jammy Jam. I did make it to yeah. the Jammy Jam. He has a he has a, a pajama. Hol- all day long party. It's celebrating cool. all holidays right. uh, cool. together, which is uh, fun. But um, yeah, so uh, you should see that bit if you're having to dress your your kids up. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to let me go to John here real quick. Hey, John. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. You want to talk about the the clothing thing? Yeah, basically, a buddy of mine got married about five or six years ago around Christmas time, and uh, we went to the mall to get the suits. Of course, they didn't have my size because I'm like six five, three hundred eighty five pounds. Jeez. So they had to take they had to take two vests and sew them together. <laughs> okay. But when they sewed them together, they sewed the vest to my shirt. <laughs> so oh when everyone when everyone was at the wedding, everyone takes a jacket and it's off. And oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I couldn't get mine off it because it was sewed on. Yeah. So to the back of my shirt. Oh my, oh my god. god! But you know how effing hot that gets, and you're 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 a, you're a heat reactor anyway at your size. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Dude. Yeah, Jesus. Oh man. No, yeah, yeah. Thanks, John. I appreciate Bye, it, man. Sewed the best to the shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, speaking of holiday stuff, Marissa had forwarded this to me. Uh, last week, and this is at uh, a restaurant called uh, Barrosa. Yes, uh, they are going to be hosting a holiday themed dinner 
Uh, they had one on, or they have one tonight and one on Friday. And it's five courses, all inspired by different holiday movies, oh. and paired with uh, festive cocktails. So, Wait, isn't that McGrogan's place? Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're going to do the Home Alone, Christmas Story, Elf, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Die Hard, all in their meals. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's fifty-five bucks per person, and the uh, the first course is Home Alone. It's a lovely cheese pizza served nice. with uh, highly nutritious mac and cheese. The second course is from A Christmas Story. It's Chop Suey Palace Chinese Turkey. Uh, it's a beautiful duck skewers ginger soy glaze. The third course is Buddy's Spaghetti and Syrup. Oh, oh no. my God. So they're going to do that. That what? sounds disgusting. Yeah. Gorgonzola Spaghetti Fig Syrup and uh, Parmesan Pop-Tart. I okay, they so figure out that's a way. Yeah, to do it because you would develop immediate diabetes where you eat the way he eats it. Yeah, not uh, yeah, yeah. candy corn, candy canes, <laughs> and syrup and whatever the... Four basic food groups are. Uh, the fourth course is from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's Eddie's Roast Turkey and Aunt Bethany's Green Jello. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it comes with the Jelly of the Month Club bread, too. I love it. And uh, Moose Eggnog. And then the fifth course is Die Hard. It's uh, Nakatomi Twinkies. Oh, cool. Now, and, uh, the second uh, Die Hard takes place during Christmas as well, does it not? Yes, it does. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, so both of them, yeah, are, are I need to kind of Christmas movies. So I got to go back and watch that because the I second Die Hard is really it. no, it's really good. What it where I I to me they both have the things that make them successful is that there there is that sense of claustrophobia. Okay, because they're they're trapped at the airport and they've got you know he's getting around and it, it has some really badass action sequences in it. Yeah, I I think this is probably an unpopular take, but I think um, Lethal Weapon is a far superior non Christmas Christmas movie. Okay. Then uh, Die Hard. Okay. I know. It, I know. I know. No, Lethal Weapon's great. I, I give the tick to. I remember the first time I saw Die Hard, um, and I, I uh, first off, I was up in Rochester, New York, doing stand up, and there was nothing to do during the day, so it, it yeah. saved my life seeing that. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, you know, Lethal Weapon was was great as well, but Die Hard just gets a bit of the edge. I like them both about yeah. the same regard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'll split the difference between Aww. you guys and be the peacemaker here. <laughs> uh, by the way, I did see this list from BuzzFeed. It's 15, 17 characters that are essential to Christmas movies. Uh-huh. So if you're going to have a Christmas movie, most likely you're going to have one of these characters in there. Uh-huh. So in relation to this, my wife and I play the, the, the Hallmark game, and we did it through four or five movies on Saturdays. We are doing some decorating and stuff around the house. Uh, you you come in like halfway through a movie or a third, you miss the first third, and then you try to piece together the plot. Okay. And we were nailing them right I now. believe it. Nailing them right and left. I believe it. So I'll, I'll, I don't know if I'll get through all these, but um, uh, you'll recognize these characters. Uh, on, first on the list is the downtrodden kid who finally believes in Christmas magic after being disappointed year after year. <laughs> That's Polar Express. Uh, best, for no, and best known for saying something like, so Santa is real. Uh, they're also super cute, which means extra uh, pity points. How about the single dad who can't seem to catch a break? Yeah. All right. Yeah. He probably burns the Christmas dinner, and his ex-wife is always disappointed. It's eye rolls galore when this guy is around, but you're still rooting for him. Another one is the kind of sad woman who magically finds her true love. That's every Hallmark movie. Yeah. Uh, and or guy. Uh, when you talk about the um, the downtrodden dad, they try to make that usually the focus of a lot of Christmas um, comedies. Yeah. And uh, they you can you can screw that up so quickly. Well, I mean, essentially, that's Tim Allen in The Santa Claus. Right. 
Right? Meet the, you mm-hmm. know what's really, I thought kind of sucked was meet the... The, the cramps, Christmas with the cranks, Cramps, cranks. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. And I don't. I didn't watch that one. I never saw Santa Claus. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. It's cute. It yeah. is. Cute. Yeah. It actually yeah. involves the <laughs> the death of Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, but right. yeah. when Tim sort Allen of. is becoming Santa Claus, yeah, uh, it's really funny. Is that yeah. where uh, with Martin Short? Or is that one of That's the, the third one? Third one. Okay. That is. Uh, that stinks. Yeah. Is that when he, he's you Jack know, Frost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, so yeah. By the way, three and four are the same thing. It says you know. The kind of sad woman who magically finds her true love, and then four is don't forget the single mom who finally finds, yeah. or you were saying a uh, uh, gentleman, the the single mom who finally finds the love she deserves, or how about this one, the kid whose one Christmas wish is that their divorced parents get back together. Standard. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of the coin where the Christmas wish is his parents get a divorce. Wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> you should not be together. Santa, bring me divorce documents, please. <laughs> that would be unique. Yeah, I do it. We yeah. should do it. We should produce it. Yeah, yeah. A Christmas without my parents. <laughs> All right. How about this? Another uh, character that's essential to Christmas movies: the workaholic dad, yep. who leaves, getting into the festive spirit to the very last minute, and then something happens. It says because nothing says I love my kids more than waiting until Christmas Eve to get their presents. <laughs> I mean, that's that's elf. elf. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, also right. the the one where he's searching for the uh, where we're looking at Schwarzenegger and, and Sinbad. This is the um, uh, what is that Jingle one? Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Where he's looking for that Captain Turbo, or whatever. Yeah, that movie is so realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love in Elf at the end when they're all singing and uh, James Caan is just he's like uh, <laughs> lip syncing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like I, I, you know, and then they call him on it, and then finally when he starts singing, that gives. Santa slay the power the that power. it does, and that's true. That's a that's a scientific fact. Yep. Uh, number seven on this list: the high flying businesswoman who suddenly realizes that her life is actually empty because she prioritizes her career over love. It says, but don't worry, guys, she'll be madly in love by the end of the film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have my particular formula here, Preston, for the movies that I like. <laughs> um, so what you need is you need a. A cute, slightly attractive female lead, Lacey Chabert, Candace Cameron Bure, that kind. The guy, though, needs to look so proper attractive. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the way it usually right? is, right? It's, that's got to be the case. So that, that and that's the step. That's how they work the best. Yeah. They, they can get cute with like uh, Christmas carol ghost kind of stuff, but don't push it. You know what? I never really, I never really noticed this. That's almost opposite. Not quite opposite, but close to the to the standard uh, big screen rom com, oh, which yeah. is the goofball guy, super and the hot stunningly girl. hot girl. Right, it flips huh. over in Hallmark and Christmas movie territory. Yeah. Cute girl next door, dimples. Yeah, uh, you, the one you could imagine in making gingerbread cookies. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, you know, and uh, the guy though is like chis- you know, chiseled and all that. Yeah, stuff. I think that I see Brandon Routh in one of those. Oh, yeah. oh he'd be really? perfect. He'd I be mean, just like the absolute. Yeah. Perfect looking guy. Oh yeah, and uh, and they they find there, out that they were meant to be together. There was one I was watching uh, over the weekend with Candace Cameron Bure, where it was a a, a shoe fanatic's Christmas or something like that. So, <laughs> oh, Gene Smart plays this sort of uh, ghost who every pair of shoes she puts on takes her back to the time in her life where she was wearing those shoes. Okay, it's really it's really <laughs> deep. But it was just brilliant. All right, here's another one from any Christmas movie or uh, a, a must-need character. The small-town guy who woos said high-flying businesswoman. Yeah. 
Uh, he's usually a barman, a carpenter, a hardware store worker whose dreams have never been bigger than his hometown. And uh, apparently, the, you know, the the high flying too busy to prioritize her. She prioritizes. She her gives it all up. Yeah, she gives it up to be with the small town guy that's, that's going to love her for who she is. Christmas at Christmas Cookie Cove. Yeah. This is this this ad exec comes into town, and there's Gary Lauer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who just is You're just right. hanging on by a string. Uh, here's another character that's essential to Christmas movie. Christmas Christmas movies. <laughs> Christmas movies. The dutiful mom. Who's rushed off her feet making sure her kids have the perfect Christmas despite having a crap one herself. She has something in her past that makes her dislike Christmas, but she's not going to let that. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's tough. Yeah, she but she she focuses on making it perfect for her kids despite that she's having a lousy one. Uh, how about this one? The eccentric old guy that turns out to be Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember? thought it was the eccentric old guy like in Home Alone who you think maybe is scary. Uh, no, but, uh, the eccentric old guy who, yeah, nobody knew it. Nobody could see it. He's actually Santa Claus. I, I did up a whole bunch of fake synopsis for one of the contests we did, Preston, and my, my prescience was pretty amazing. Uh, like, uh, for here, the, uh, the Carnahan's at Candy Cane Cove have run the largest Christmas tree farm in Dobbins Valley for over 150 years. But this year, something is making the trees turn brown and unsellable. So, so that's the, always the same scenario. It has to be something Christmas related. Christmas cards, Christmas cookies, yeah. eggnog factory, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> eggnog factory. The eggnog yeah. factory. Did you hear what happened at the eggnog factory? <laughs> no, we, we ran out of nutmeg. <laughs> I would love Mother to play. Mother We need to play that game. Do you still have it? I, I do. It's it's here. You can decide which ones are. I, yeah, real yeah, or not? Yeah, real or not. Oh, we got to do that. Okay, yeah. Uh, here's another character, the mom's boyfriend who tries to play the role of doting stepfather, but is lame as F. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, that, that's, that's actually almost like, uh, that's like the Will Liar, Ferrell. liar. Yeah. Well, I was going to say Judd Reinhold. There he is in, uh, the Santa Claus. You know, he's a nice enough guy, but he's not dead. Do you know what, right. you know what sometimes it bothers me is that in some of the movies, the guy who's the guy who's being passed over is actually a really good guy. Yeah. yeah. And like like Liar Liar was always one where I thought, this guy's actually really good. Yeah, Carrie 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 is, it, is it, like a really good guy. Exactly. He's trying it, with the claw. He's yeah. trying really hard. And yeah. it, it's just paper thin between yeah. him yeah. and the and the you know, yeah. congenital liar. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who tells the truth for a week. All right. For one uh, week yeah. and he says <laughs> Uh, let's see. Here's another one. The kid who's an absolute terror for most of the movie, but redeems themselves in the last five minutes. And by redeem themselves, they mean, uh, by putting their bullying on pause for a duration of Christmas day. Does that happen in home alone? With the I don't, brother? I don't think oh. so. I think the brother's just an evil yes. bastard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't watched home alone all the way through, but I just, that kid needs to be shot. Exterminated. Yeah. And there are some, and they never, the, the, just me. Yeah. The real ones keep, keep the characters that are like that. They don't really change their spots. You yeah, know, you may yeah. like them a little bit more for the holidays, yeah. but uh, it, the thing, like when in Hallmark Land or Netflix Holiday Land or whatever, uh, the people you think that are the you know like the stodgy store owner or, or uh, who's making you work Christmas night. Well, at the end, but we wanted to gift you with. Yeah. There's always reclamation for those people. They're actually really nice. You just didn't know it in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So in Home Alone, the evil brother, when uh, they make it home, he says to like Kevin, "Hey." You know, it's pretty cool that you didn't, like, burn the house down. And then he goes upstairs, and he sees his room. Yeah. And he goes, Kevin, what did you do to my room? And then, you know, I mean, it goes to credits. 
comes downstairs and kicks the absolute crap out of Kevin McAllister for wrecking his room. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I would love to see an after credit scene where Kevin <laughs> yeah. drives a pair of scissors right into the brother's throat. <laughs> Die. Just, Die. Die. Just keep it in post-credit yeah. for those who want Die. to stick around. In the throat? Yeah. In the throat, like over and over. And there's one of those where you're hearing the meat sound and the blood. Is- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, Finally. Uh, we, we've been talking about these movies. I just looked up uh, the kid in Elf. Uh, his name is Daniel Tay. He only did seven movies, but I thought he was really good as uh, as the brother, as the little kid in Elf. Yeah. My wife howls during that movie. I like it. Dude, it, uh, I love it. She howls laughing. Uh, and and I, I, think it's, I think it's sweet. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't, it's not uh, one of my favorites. I thought it was garbage the first time I saw it. Really? <laughs> oh, man, I thought this is just, this is slapstick crap. This right. This is lame. I didn't, I didn't like, and I love James Caan. I didn't like him in the movie. Right. Peter Dinklage was the savior, though, for me, <laughs> because that, those scenes are hilarious. Yeah. I have now, I've found it better the, the more I've seen it. Like it, a it's lot cute, of these movies. right? It's very cute. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't hold it in, and some people just swear by it that it's amazing, but I find it certainly funnier than I used to. It was I an agree. instant top five Christmas movie nope. for me. Yeah, yeah. not me. Yeah. 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 No, not I me. agree. I'm like your wife. I will, and I, yeah. I can watch it, one of those movies. I don't care where it is when it comes on, you know, or what point I see it. I'll watch it till the end. Yeah, and my kids don't mind watching it at any time in the year. Oh, yeah. sure. It doesn't matter if it's around Christmas or not. They'll watch it in the middle of the summer. There's a good uh, uh, thing. Christmas Christmas movies, because they'll pop up that you can watch year-round. Yeah. There's some that it, it would not feel right watching It's a Wonderful Life in the middle of June. Right. Oh. Uh, all right, just a few more characters on this particular list, and this is a standard one. The Scrooge who learns the true meaning of Christmas. Of course. Thousands of times. Do you remember, Preston, there was a, a riff where Henry Wrinkler played the meanest man in town? It was a Christmas Carol. I remember. It's been told a thousand times. Yeah. Uh, the woman who manages to get her crap together in exactly five days, despite her life being a complete mess at the start of the film. Uh, Christmas magic can turn your life around, apparently. Sure is the message All you have to do is believe. Yeah. Number 15 is the real annoying know-it-all kid whose sole purpose is to make the other characters more likable. Oh, well, in in Polo Express, and the picture just popped up. Hey, hey, guys. That's the one. Hey, why why, why didn't you pull the brake? He did it. Yeah. Uh, Number 16, the person who seems to hate everything about the festive season, but for some reason works in a Christmassy job. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the last one is the creepy old guy who saves the day and teaches us not to judge a book by their cover. There's your guy. In Home Alone, Nick. Yes. The old guy. Listen, I used to be a producer, (laughs) and I made a lot of mistakes. But somehow the spirit of Christmas has affected me. Uh, They never really indicated why he had a falling out with his kids. No. Because he killed them. Yeah, Yeah, he... Yeah, it could have been something really You remind me of my grandkids that I murdered. Yeah. But I I like how he comes in at the end and, uh, you know... But generally speaking, if you have a, like, no relationship with your parents... Something happened. It wasn't yeah. like uh, you were late to a party. You know what they I mean? They threw out my jerk films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little bastards threw out all my jerk films. <laughs> now, that actor, I remember him in the movie Christine. Uh, yes. And I'm trying to recall what other films he's been in because I've always... Close Encounters. Kind of liked him. Escape from Alcatraz, Christine. Uh, like you said, uh, he died in 2011. His name was Roberts Blossom. Okay. When did he die, Nick? 2011. Okay, because he wasn't the first Magic Mike as a dancer, right? Oh, <laughs> no. Woo! <laughs> 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 
You ladies like this? I don't remember him in Close Encounters. He is, I think he is... It um, it just says Farmer. So... Okay. It would be a a smaller character, I would imagine. In Home Alone, the family makes it home on Christmas Day? Yes. Because it it would be so wrong to make it home after. It's on the 26th. And it's it's still... Oh, it's the 28th. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, but the whole cell is, we made it home in time. It's like, uh, what was that crappy one with... um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, oh, I remember it. Yeah, uh, and he's going I, across I, country to. Yeah, I couldn't give you the name of it. And he's in a Santa suit, like three quarters of the movie. Isn't it? I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah, Something I just, like that. I just love how uh, helpful the police are in the movie Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can Can you just go check him? Uh, we think he's. Ah, uh, he'll be. Is he in actual trouble? Then we can't do anything about it. You know, a child. What is he? He's he's nine in a house by with, uh, and we know that there are there are uh, burglars in the neighborhood. Well, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He- you know what, guys? I'm looking on him. No. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jackson. Not a problem. <clears throat> and by the way, we mentioned this, speaking of Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone, we mentioned it earlier this morning. Hopefully you saw it on social media over the weekend. <laughs> Last week we were talking about Home Stallone, where they superimposed Stallone's face on Kevin's body in a picture, in a meme. But now there's a video. It's like a deep fake video. <laughs> Of the scene in Uncle Uncle Buck when John Candy is talking to Macaulay Culkin's character and it's a rapid fire series of questions and answers back and forth and they have they have deep fake Stallone's face on the Macaulay Culkins and with the Macaulay Culkin dialogue, the actual dialogue running, it is it's one of my most favorite things. <laughs> It is so good. Can you put up home home Stallone as well? Because I, it's just so they're well both done. so magical. <laughs> yeah. Because because Stallone's face does look childlike in yeah. in a when you don't see him with the with the ripped you know bod and everything like that. If yeah. you missed either of them, they're up on uh, PrestonSteve.com right now, so <laughs> you can see Home Stallone and you yep. can see the uh, Uncle Buck one too. You need to see them both. <laughs> oh my god, that is too funny. Uh, hang on a second, a couple of quick calls, and then we got to take a break. I'm going to go to Cody. Hi, Cody. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks. 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 What's up, Cody? Nothing much, man. Just wanted to chime in. Back in the day when I was in school, we actually uh, they put on Elf. And played it, and I absolutely hated it, man. I did, I despised it. Uh, but now that I've grown older, I've had kids. I love it, man. I can't, uh, I can't wait to go home and actually watch it tonight. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's a sweet movie. It really is. I don't find it howlingly. My, I mean, my wife is doubled over laughing. I, I appreciate it in a different way. But you did a oh, 180 yeah. on that, right, yeah. Cody? Yeah. Absolutely, man. Just like you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Thanks, man. I I thought it was dumb, but now I now I do like it. Let me go to uh, Greg real quick. Hey, Greg. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's hey. up, bud? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey. Uh, you guys talk about Home Alone and like blowing that up. Do you guys ever see the uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia when uh, they're going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Charlie gets stuck in his bar. That's oh, right. that's right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that. You know, there's actually there's. A- Watch that up All right, I will. Thanks, Greg. There is a great YouTube channel that it follows. It's all special effects. Artist Preston, and they took Home Alone, and they um, they yes. they reconnoinkered the effects so that whatever ha- what's happening, you know, when you get a blowtorch on the top of your head, it's not yeah. going to make you go ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they actually 
fulfill what each of those <laughs> things funny. would do. So they added so in blood and his, things like the that? The head scalp heats up and his eyes explode out of oh, his yeah, head. That's great. So they're, they're doing all of that with all these things. The paint cans knock him, basically kill him. They explode right. his knock his teeth The out. nail yeah. splits his foot down the middle. Yo, that yeah. one, the, the stepping on the nail yeah. on, the, on the basement steps, I have a hard time watching that. I believe it. Yeah. Well, what yeah. about, it's like the scene in A uh, Quiet Place. Yeah, oh. When she's, she's walking down mm-hmm. the steps and the nail is sticking mm-hmm. up. So here, here, look, watch. Ah! So watch these guys. They're great. Oh, oh God. No, so he steps, and this, the foot is split completely. Oh, that is absolute. That is, that's hard to watch. That's really hard. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, uh, Christmas characters essential to Christmas movies. That's from BuzzFeed. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget that uh, we do have Christmas Miracle Passes. We'll do those in a little while. Your chance to get on board. It is this Thursday. It is this week. Oh, my God. Can't wait to give these prizes away. It'll be at uh, Parks Casino, but we'll tell you when to call them. We're going to be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly presents the return of Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Miller Lite, Ugly Sweater Edition. This Thursday morning at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. A live broadcast. An audience of 250 super fans each out to prove their Preston and Steve IQ in a game show style throwdown. At stake, the best and biggest giveaways of the year with a pile of fabulous prizes from our favorite sponsors and advertisers. Including Yards Brewing Company, The Philly Pops, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Listen to claim your spot in the studio audience. Details at WMMR.com. It's a Christmas miracle. From Parks Casino, what a night, and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'm going to get a little uh, plug rooney if you don't mind. Saints got a gig coming up. Oh! Yeah, sure. Yeah! It's in, <laughs> <laughs> it's in that little in-between Christmas and uh, and New Year's, uh, uh, you know, window. Uh, so on the 27th, we're going to be playing. Oh, is every- this Mannheim Saint Roller? Sa- that's it. Mannheim Saint Roller. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be at Root Down Brewing in Phoenixville. Oh, right, right in your neck of the woods. Yeah, on the 27th, Friday the 27th. So if you want to come out, we're going to be playing there, which should be cool. I've never been there, so I'm excited. Oh, it's very cool. And uh, that's a hopping uh, town, so you'll do well. We were just driving through Phoenixville this weekend, and it was on Saturday at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it was... The traffic was a nightmare going through there. I forgot to tell you guys this. I saw a video last week. Uh, you know, they have that um, uh, Phoenix Festival every year where they burn yeah, the yeah. Phoenix. So they light the thing on fire, and they build this giant thing out of wood, uh, and it's pretty awesome. A guy came to, um, when we were out at Comcast last week at uh, in Pottstown, a guy showed me a video. This dude, while the, the Phoenix is burning to the ground, goes streaking around the entire oh, burning really? thing and and like so he's running around completely buck ass naked and then runs into the crowd and disappears throughout the night it, wow it was it was impressive i was i haven't seen a streaker like that at a public event in a long time this you saw this no in no person? no, no okay. guy showed me a video when we were oh, at the comic okay. store yeah so it's where is it again what's the date and the location the 27th at root down brewing in phoenixville so sometimes people are looking for something to do that yeah after christmas and you know not quite new year's part come on out yeah yeah man we're going to be uh, playing a show, so it should be fun. All right, um, Bizarre File time. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. 
Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Whether you're watching the game or hosting friends over the holidays, score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. You can check out their gift card extravaganza promotion at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. Well, a porch pirate who wasn't content with just stealing a delivery package took the crime a step further when they decided to leave a handwritten note thanking the victim for letting them take it. Yeah, wow. homeowner Hillary Smith of St. Paul, Minnesota, said she found the note on her porch after coming home from work around 5 p.m. and hours after she received a text message saying that her package was successfully delivered. And it read on the note, So, just a quick little thank you for leaving me the opportunity of stealing your package. Very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, the new o- And then it was signed, the new owner of your package. How about that? Wow. The balls. What a... <laughs> The St. Paul Paul police posted a picture of the cruel note on Twitter while offering tips to residents to prevent this type of crime from happening. They were also curious to see if others had received a similar note asking local residents to report these uh, these types of thefts. Uh, It's something that we've never seen before, and I don't know what to chalk it up to. It's so unheard of, according to a sergeant. Uh, While a taunting note was extremely rare, police said that 94 package thefts have been reported in St. Paul uh, since October 1st, and they added porch thieves are more frequent around the holidays, of course. Of course, there's a much more deliveries, but you don't know what's in that package. I saw a video on YouTube, and I haven't watched it yet, but apparently they did it again this year. The people who created the glitter bomb. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, they did something else? They they did it uh, the same thing again, maybe with an ad twist. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, oh. but it's where somebody would steal the package, and they had a camera on it. They rigged this. <laughs> yeah. so they'd spend a lot of money. The guy was an engineer who did to, it. To tech it up. Yeah. And when the person would take this, the thief would take it home and open it up. It would blow glitter all over the place. (laughs) And some people did it in their car and it got glitter. It's great. It's honestly, Yeah. They need to add pepper spray in there too. Something. Which would be great. All right. In case you didn't know it, there's a real legit species of fish in the wild that is nicknamed the penis fish. And oh. thousands of them recently washed ashore in Drake's Beach, California. It's fo- appropriately named. <clears throat> following a storm, yeah. The 10-inch marine creature is also known as the fat innkeeper worm, and it looks like a pink sausage, and it's known for creating U-shaped burrows in mud and sand that it leaves behind so other creatures can move in. So when I was looking at it, Preston, there is an end that appears to be, like, testicles, but not. Is that the head of the thing? I don't really know. Uh, and this isn't the first time thousands of them have washed up on a beach either. Experts say that they've been around for around 300 million years and are harmless and passive creatures that have many threats, including otters, seagulls, and sharks. But the penis fish washed up all over the place. You notice how you never heard about that in school. Yeah. yeah. They stay well, how, away from that one. How did I make it 44 years without ever no, seeing one? Me either. Yeah. Me either. Uh, a Florida man, this is a follow-up story, Florida man found partially eaten by an alligator. I remember this. Died from an overdose of methamphetamines. Michael Ford II's body was found on June 27th in an alligator's mouth in water near a phosphate mine. So the belief is he, he died from the OD and then the alligator just it was found food. Yeah, a yeah. necropsy uh, had revealed Ford's hand and foot inside the 11-foot-long alligator's stomach. It's still unclear why Ford was on the property, but officials said Wednesday he died from methamphetamine intoxication and that was he was eaten by the reptile. Welly, welly, well, what is this here? Uh, the first, uh, initially the cause of death was thought to be from drowning, but uh, the toxicology reported that he actually died from meth. If you are systematically stealing money from a bank vault, 
Uh, it may not be a good idea to post the evidence on your social media pages. A bank employee in Charlotte, North Carolina, allegedly stole $88,000 from the bank's vault. And he wasn't bashful about advertising to his social media followers the life of luxury that he was funding. Orlando Henderson stole cash out of the vault in separate allotments, I'm sorry, on at least 18 different occasions this year. Uh, Throughout July and August of 2019, he used a social media account to post several pictures of him holding large (laughs) stacks of cash. He then allegedly, listen to this, uh, committed loan and fraud in connection with the purchase of a luxury automobile. Now, his numerous Facebook and Instagram photos depict him as posing with stacks of cash, and the U.S. Attorney's Office said that he used money to make $20,000 down payment on a Mercedes-Benz. He also also he also allegedly falsified bank documents to obtain a car loan from another financial institution uh, to cover the remaining balance of the, the vehicle. Now, on Facebook, on Facebook and Instagram, they showed him posing with a white Mercedes-Benz. He was arrested three months later. He allegedly took bank customers' cash deposits out of the bank vault for months. Many of those times, he would deposit he was uh, deposited money into an ATM near the bank where he worked, and he wrote on Facebook, "I, I make it look so easy, but this crap really a process." <laughs> and it was part of a string in which he talked about building his brand. That oh. post showed him holding a stack of money and smoking a cigarette. So he's here's building his brand, Preston, building his brand and telling everybody how about to get it. ahead through bank robbery. Now, speaking of robbery, this is a pretty straight-ahead story, but it's it's like right out of a of a movie of almost like Ocean's Eleven style. Really, three men have been arrested after a law enforcement investigation found that they were involved in a series of jewelry store heists around the state of Florida. The men were connected to a series of jewelry store burglaries between 2011 and 2017. The men were arrested are Michael Ornelas. Uh, William uh, Granims and Matthew Petruccelli. Now, Ornelas is a safe engineer specialist and the mastermind behind the heist. He's considered one of the top five safe crackers in the world and is known as a legal safe cracker. He is the owner of Houdini Safe and Vault in Boynton Beach and also did contract work as a safe tech at K Jewelers. So he's he's paid. He's He's legit. Right. Yeah. Now, Granims is a counter-surveillance specialist and also considered a mastermind behind the spree, detective said. Uh, Petruccelli is the owner of the Secret Attic Thrift Store, and detective said he was the lookout. The investigators found the men committed 23 sophisticated jewelry store heists, resulting in a retail loss of 16 to 18 million dollars. But that's like a creme de la creme of people... Who would be the the best for this, right? Yeah. I mean, he has a complete working knowledge of safe. The other one has security knowledge. Two of the men were involved in 50 jewelry store heists in the late 1990s in the southeast U.S. And those cases outside of Florida, the sheriff said about $10 million in jewelry was stolen. $10 million? In 2011, detectives say four Florida counties reported burglary similar to those what happened in the 90s. Then in 2013 and 14, there were four more stores hit across uh, Florida. Uh, burglaries hit Hernando County in 2015 and 16. Ten burglaries happened in those years. Uh, then in March 2017, throughout the uh, end of the year, five more burglaries hit stores in Florida. Investigators said the three men scouted out more than 200 jewelry stores in Florida. Wow. It took hours to break into the safes, detective said, because the men would break into an adjacent business yeah. and slowly test the jewelry store alarm system. And they were very good at taking their time and making sure that it was thorough. Uh, the men left no physical evidence behind either. 
Uh, they found out the three men were headed to Chicago to rob a jewelry store and marijuana dispensaries. Detectives said that the men were arrested in Chicago while trying to rob a store. Uh, the sheriff's office is in the process of getting the men back to Florida to face charges. I've always wondered about that. So if, if you have a, a place or a jewelry store, you know, and you have a, you have a safe, it busters is up against the wall of another business. Are there precautions that you take with that business? Or, you know, there's all these things that we probably are, are unaware of that they have to do, nine steps in addition, to protect this stuff. Like mm-hmm. someone who is, is employed to open up and crack safes. Yeah. You know, how... <laughs> They could go rogue. It's it's you know it's it's a possibility. Yep, but they uh, they did it for years. Wow, and years. Make a movie out of that. They, they could. Easily. I want to see that. Eighteen million bucks. And that is your bizarre file. Let's do the Christmas miracle giveaways Woo! right now. We'll, oh, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> we'll, we'll start with the twelfth caller. We'll go 12, 13, 14, 15, and sixteen. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. Those number callers get an invite to Parks Casino. This Thursday in the Excite Center, that big venue that they have, yeah. we take it over for the morning. And only you will be qualified to end up on Contestants Row. Your guest, however, can come hang out with you, support you. And also they might win some prizes in other ways. Oh, yeah. Lots, lots of stuff. So let's get you on board. And don't forget, it's Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. So have your friend wear an ugly sweater. And you never know. They might win a prize. 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. So that is this Thursday. And you got to know... Our program. It's all about the show. It's a loyalty prize contest that we have. So, for you, the longtime listener, we test your knowledge. And if you can outsmart the others, then you can win prizes. That's the way it works. Love it. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay close. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas are officially open for the season. And WMMR's Day Off on the Slopes with Pierre and Jackson is coming up soon. It's January 10th. Get your discount lift tickets at WMMR.com while supplies last. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Holy no way! Uh, I will be bringing you guys cookies very soon. Oh, yeah. My uh, <laughs> my wife's mom and dad are in town, and uh, my mother in law loves to around Christmas when she comes in makes five thousand pounds of cookies. Oh my god! All the same kind of cookies or different? No, kind of no. So there's okay. there's chocolate chip. There's <laughs> there's peanut butter. There's um. She also made what's called cream cheese cookies. Oh, yeah. I like those a lot. What are they? They're just a, it's a cookie with a, it, it's hard to describe the flavor. I get serious It's like a it. milder, not as sweet as uh, chocolate chip cookies, but huh? I, I like it as just a. I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring some in. I'll let you try them. You guys, I went to a cookie exchange party. I can't remember if I told you this or not. Um, I don't remember much. Uh, but I went to a cookie exchange party weeks ago. and I You're start- always the black sheep of those, aren't you? I started to make the... Listen, I 
I told myself that I was pretty good at baking. I was like, well, you can't cook, but you can bake. Yeah, I don't, I can't bake either. Mm. Uh, I made like three batches. One, they, I'm not even kidding you, they didn't even cook. They didn't bake. They were in the oven so long. It was like 45 minutes. You can't cook, make a cookie or bake a cookie for 45 minutes. It was still like liquid. I didn't know what was going on. Did you have the lower oven on instead of the... No, I don't know. I had everything right. Were you stir frying them? Wait, so then I finally get the third batch. I'm like, okay, like they were good. I had them out. My mom stopped over. She took a bite. She goes, Oh, you can't take these. These are disgusting. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. It's the kind of support I've cherished throughout our life. Oh, okay. So I had to Better bail that out. Than she takes bad cookies with her. But, but I, you know, so it'd I bailed, be fun seeing him. I bailed out. I went to the party. <laughs> I went to the party, but I was like, I can't take part in the cookie exchange. I, I didn't uh-huh. make the cookies. They were Did terrible. You, you, you must have missed a step. Listen, in, I made in, in three batter. batches, and and all, none of them. The first. The first batch didn't bake. The second, uh, it did, but it, I, I don't know. It, it just was, like, not really happening. And then the third, I they came out. They were fine, perfect. They looked good, but my mom said they tasted terrible. Let me ask you. When, you, when you're doing your ingredients, when you have your ingredients, when you're mixing them together, are you using a, uh, a mixer, a, uh, an electric mixer? Yeah. Well, so listen, I follow the recipe. I follow it exactly. Are, yeah. are you using yes. an electric mixer? So I, Does it tell you to use an yes. electric mixer? Really? Yes. In the beginning, and then it says to like mix in. Fold it. Yeah, with like at the end when you put the flour in and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I I followed it. There's there are these things. They're called energy balls. There's basically nothing to it. It's peanut butter, oats, and and um, those are good. They're yeah. really good. Yeah. Why can I not make them? They fall apart. They don't become balls. They're just like lay on. You've never the, been good with balls. <laughs> no. I hate balls. Uh. Well. Wow. We see. See Claire's thing. That's where she 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 loves baking. She's on the, on the cooking level. She's I think she is a good cook, but baking the the precision of it is what she loves. So, the only uh, thing that I can make are chocolate chip cookies because it's the recipe on the back of the bag. I had uh, I was at a, 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 a party on Saturday, and I had the the best gingerbread cookies that were almost like a halfway between gingerbread cookie and gingerbread like fudge. Ooh. Oh, they were okay. so good. I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm always up for trying new cookies, but you know, if you can make a chocolate chip cookie, your your ace is in my book. I tried to do cookies last year. I was like, because we had always done it growing up. We always have uh, my mom would make butter cookies and chocolate chip cookies, and so last year I was like, I, I want to start this tradition. This is what we're gonna do on a Saturday yeah. night before Christmas. So mm-hmm. what I didn't realize is we're that like. Swing. No, <laughs> like one bag of cookies. I mean, one bag of chocolate chips makes like 24 cookies. Uh, so we were done. I yeah. mean, like one batch. I was like, oh, you need to like get a lot of yeah. stuff. A lot of ingredients. A yeah. lot yeah. of it. Uh, so I'll bring some of these in because we've got all this around the house. And uh, I, I realize that uh, after reading this article that I noticed here, that I'm going to pass along to you, is that I've is been... the noticer? I guess it's kind of the noticer, yeah. Oh, nice. is, I did notice this story, and I noticed that I... Uh, fall into this category as of late. I was uh holiday noticer. Wait He's a second. Here. I'm not ready for it. I, ho, I got something. Okay. Ho, ho. Here we go. Holiday noticer. Okay, you can we put these two together. Bills ringing a ring, jing, jing, a <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, no, I've noticed that. Uh, you know, now for most of the year, I've been really, really good. You guys have noticed I lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I feel healthier. I've been eating healthier. Past couple months, I have not. And uh, and I realize that I have been emotional eating. Well, oh. may I ask you a question? Yes. Because I do this, this same thing here. Um, I sort of cut weight in anticipation of the holidays. Mm-hmm. I lose additional buffer weight 
so I can have my cookies, my banana. No, I can have my cookies. And uh, is that what you do? Uh, normally, I would actually. I wait till the end of the year. I, I do plan on, on bl- being a glutton this time right. of year. Okay, but I've noticed lately that I've I've been eating even when I'm not hungry. So you're crying when you're eating? Yeah, I'm like just, I'm a wreck. <laughs> Raising the snickerdoodles to your mouth? I'm a wreck. I'm crying. <laughs> Let me, speaking <laughs> to that though, have you ever have you ever been watching? Say say you're watching a movie and eating at the same time, yes. or something like that, and a really emotional part of the movie comes up. And you actually are eating and crying at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's true. very bizarre. It's hard, and it's hard to swallow. Yes, right? yes. Because when it, your 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 throat starts starts to close up. I have actually been tearing up emotionally and been chewing at the same time. <laughs> okay, it's a very Strange sensation. All right, so I, I've never told anybody this. Oh, good, and, I love the no, 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 no. It's I mean secrets it's, from the noticer. Yeah. No, well, it's it's gonna it's gonna bring the room down just a little bit. All right, thanks. <laughs> when my father died, I knew you were gonna say that. All right, okay, all right. I was chewing gum, and I belted out a like, and I was on him. Okay, yeah. and the gum fell out of my mouth. Okay, <laughs> onto your dad. I, I guess so. Yeah, I, it was just me and him. Oh my god. And then I stopped crying. It was over. My my bereavement was over at that moment. I was oh like, ah! gum fell out, and I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm like, god. Good to go. Okay, I guess I'm. I'm, I'm sorry. Hold I guess on I'm on. not Wait, as sad this is, anymore. This is actually the moment that your father expired. This is not my dad passed, and it was a tough time, and so on. This is the moment that he passed. Well, he had passed. Gum I, w- I wasn't out. in the room when when he had passed. So right. so so you leaned so you over. You're, you're bawling. The- you're mm-hmm. crying. You have gum in your mouth. The gum falls out, and that stops your crying. That was it. That was it. Wow. My bereavement was over. Wow. I was like, man, I wanted to get like a good five minutes. I needed that. I needed that like. Uh... Was it the new new uh, Wrigley Cry Gum? Mm, yeah, what kind know. of gum was it? I don't remember. Uh, I I mean, it was Wrigley Cry. It was kind of a weird yeah. personal moment. But you know? I feel like yeah. Your, yeah. your dad would have appreciated that. You know what, that. though? In a way, he probably wanted you distracted. So <laughs> you, it wasn't, you know. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. never found the gum? No, I got it. Oh, you did get it back? Yeah, yeah I got me. it back. Does he have gum in his mouth? That's a that's a hell of a story to share, Casey. Yeah, wow. It was, it, you know, so... He would probably love that story. <laughs> so you know he would. But the moment, but you you, it's it's oddly enough, it's going to be hardwired into you for the rest of your life that the moment that gum fell out of your mouth was. Yeah, I'm done crying now. Yeah, I may, maybe that was my the way of my, my dad saying shut up. Uh, maybe <laughs> that's enough, kid. Maybe that's enough, enough already. already. Knock it off. Wow, I'm dead over here. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Now uh, back to what I was saying, just okay. to move the conversation along. Uh, About emotional eating. Yeah, emotional eating, and I've realized that I've been doing that because even when I'm not physically hungry, I've been eating anyway, just to to do it. You what, know what I mean? What, what is your default? Uh, I. Oh, am I eating? I didn't even realize I was eating. I will usually go for some type of cheese. Okay, All cheese. Right. Is so uh, not always the sweet. I uh, I can get overloaded by sweets, but more uh, savory things I can go back to time and time again. Will, will you hold up like a wheel of cheese and <laughs> eat it like an it. entire <laughs> thing? Yeah, like corn on the cob. <laughs> well, what's the emotion though? Wait, are you stressed? Are you upset? Or, uh, I I think. Are you maybe, on your menses? Maybe just over. <laughs> is boredom an emotion? <laughs> It might be maybe just overwhelmed by this time of year. You know it, what I mean? Listen, it is a highly stressful time of year. Deadlines and and uh, crunching and, numbers and stuff that you got to do. You know, uh, errands you have to run, gifts you have to buy, stuff like that. That you can know that you can go to. That eating is going to be a good thing. 
You want to put the cheese back into Christmas. I would love to put the cheese back into Christmas. Make it more legitimate. Yeah. Merry Cheeseman. Keep the the cheese in Christmas. Uh, but according We've to the site of the cheese, but I read this article, psychologists of Nazareth reveal that uh, com- common reasons behind emotional eating. All right, please. Uh, so here's the deal. Our emotions produce neurochemical changes in our bodies and brains, particularly substances, drug, alcohol, food and activities uh, will also produce neurochemical changes. And we use the substance or activity that we've learned um it counteracts the unpleasant sensations associated with an emotion, and yeah. it's available right now when you need it. So that's why you can just eat. For some reason, it makes you feel better. Yes, because you you if it's something you enjoy eating, it is a it's it's a remedy. It's, it's a comfort. It's, it's, a, it's comfort food by yeah. its, by its very nature. Yeah. Uh, and I also, by the way, there is a whole list of things that you're, that aren't around the house throughout the rest of the year, mm-hmm. a la holiday cookies and things like that, that are perfect for it. Um, you know, homemade chocolate chip cookies are, are, I have to close a container and put them away, take out two cookies and put them away. I can't open the container and leave <laughs> you know, it there because okay. I, I will. The cookies I plan on eating, close the container and put it away. Oh, yeah. Steve. So you mentioned cutting weight before the holidays. Yeah. When do you stop doing that? Like, is it Thanksgiving? Um, I, I. Yeah, actually, Thanksgiving sort of lean and mean for me as well because I'm home alone, just right. like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, you're home Stallone. Like, like Stallone. Yeah. And uh, I, I, it, right now, I start to ease up. By okay. the way, I love how the both of you can just decide to cut weight. <laughs> like, there's no problem. There's no... Yeah. Nothing goes into it. No effort. Women can't do that? No. It takes like five weeks for five pounds. Last year when I lost like close to 40 pounds, Rochelle and I started at the same time doing it together. And I was just, the weight's just melting right off of me. And she was struggling. It pissed her off. Turned her the other direction. She's like, well, screw you. I'm eating. I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) That's emotional. I'm like, sorry. It's just, you know, I'm doing what I, and you're right. Guys can, guys have an easier job. Just make the decision. Yeah. I've made the decision. Nothing's (laughs) happening. Uh, So by the way, sadness and anger, uncomfortable emotional state. So it's only natural that we look for something to distract ourselves. Sadness tells us that we've lost something important. Uh, well, me, anger tells us we've been attacked, wronged, or thwarted, so going to food is a pretty easy option. What food, after you've binged on it, makes you feel like the filthiest prostitute? <laughs> like, I am so loathsome. Uh, wow, that's a good question. Finishing the carton of ice cream. You Finishing know, like an not, entire not even, carton not of ice cream. Not even getting the bowl out, just taking well, the carton. you're just out. disappointed in yourself. Not even that. <laughs> it's just like, you know what, uh, why, why dirty up a bowl? I yeah. have a spoon. <laughs> yeah. I might as well just uh, yeah. grab the carton. Yeah, you know, you know what? Why no, for me, just use yeah. your hands. Yeah, yeah. right. You know? For me, it's anything, and I love it. Uh, anything with peanut butter. Okay, I so love what? peanut butter. Peanut butter and, can you name cream. a main culprit? In the peanut butter world? Just like actual peanut butter. Just like, actual peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, if I... I guess for me, Steve's, like some kind of chips or something like that. Chips are... Because I'll, I'll hear get that. done and I'm like, there's like grease on my fingers. Yeah, you and you think about what's gross. in your body then. You're like, oh, oh right, listen. Uh, why did I do it, that? It's re-entered my life um, vis-a-vis hers. 
the cheese balls yeah. uh, and the and the little cheese minis now. 81 per serving. I, I know, I know. So, well, you're but, like a kid when you're finished with those. You have... <laughs> all over your hands. You have surgical gloves made of cheese dust. Yeah. And and it's there. It's it, it, like, there's nothing... It, it's looking you in the face, but they're so effing like, good. Over, like, do, overdoing yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I love having some chips, like, with a sandwich or something. I need some crunch when I eat pretty much yeah. I will tell lunch you, anytime. So. I'll, I'll tell you another thing, Preston. The like a like a the, uh, pepper trauma Entenmann's chocolate like a devil's food cake. Mm-hmm. When you take the knife and you cut a thin, I'm just going to cut a thin sliver. Cut Bad another idea. thin. Yeah, sliver. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, you yeah. try to keep the ge- geometry of it, yep. yeah. and you're noticing that the cake is advanced. The, the 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 you're seeing more so- the tray underneath is advancing across the thing, but you keep going back. Yeah. But if you keep it geometrical, you really haven't eaten that cake. I'll tell you what I can eat um, guilt free, and I can go to town on is steam popcorn. Pop, yes, popcorn. Pop, popcorn and goldfish. I can eat. Oh, no. Gold, oh, too much man. goldfish. Too many. No, I can just too much goldfish. Too much. <laughs> too much goldfish. So the, the thing about this time of year, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of things going on. It's easy to follow into the emotional eating habit and how you can break the habit, according to the uh, article that I read. And this is just a thumbnail of, yeah, of yeah. The, the steps here. but. You need to recognize the link. You need to point out, hey, are you, first of all, you go, I'm not really hungry. Why am I doing this in the first place? All right. And then what you want to try to do is you want to try to take action. It's uh, you, you, you have to pause and notice what just happened so you can identify it. Make a note of this and try to avoid these uh, antecedents, as they're called, in the future. Okay. If a particular person or situation is triggering the desire to eat, reduce your contact with them. Try and figure out what the particular emotion is that the antecedent has triggered, and then you can work out what alternatives to food will help you deal directly with that emotion without the need to eat. Because apparently, um, activity can right be a, a, a good. It will make you feel better to get out and get active for a moment. But part of the problem at this time of year is, is that getting outside and doing the sucks. activity is hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have you really have to make the effort. You have to be aware of all of that, and then you have to be like, you know what? Yes, it's cold and annoying out, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yep, agreed. So yeah. Also, you can if you can replace uh, uh, to that point what you what you binge when you're uh, emotionally eating with something that maybe is even. Less calories, but still, like you said, popcorn, yeah. popcorn. Yep. I adore popcorn. Yeah. Yep. So that, that'll do it. All right. So I just noticed that about myself. Let me find Let's some other. This about himself. <laughs> yeah. It's the holiday edition of The Noticer. We hear those sleigh bells ringling, jing, jing, jingle along. <laughs> Lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Uh, that just gets me in the holiday giddy spirit. Up, giddy yeah. up. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I t- I noticed this story. I have not seen the picture, and I'm curious, and I want to see if our interns can find this and put it on the monitor up here. Appar- Is it two girls with a cup? It's no. not two girls in a cup. Apparently, there's a place called the Nose Warmer Company. Ooh. It's based in the U.K., and they make nose warmers. Okay. Um, it, it says here the product is strange-looking. It stays in place by using straps that latch around the ears. <laughs> Oh, I've seen this. Really? It lo- it's ridiculous. Oh, come like, on. It's ridiculous. It this is as this is like the opti grab and the jerk. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you what though. Um why not? You know that those uh, hand and feet warmer thingies? Uh, 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 yes, the little packets, yeah. Little packets? I mean, why not make one of those that has like an ad- adhesion that you could almost like a bu- you know the bure thing? Do you know what you're doing? You're not the supposed to put right it on your straight- skin. 
Yeah, yeah but you, why don't make it so you can put it on your skin? Yeah. Well, yeah, or just get uh, – so there, there is, again, I, they don't pay me, but I, I buy a lot of stuff. I'll go to the, the warming store in Maniunk. The, the amount of of battery and, and, and um, uh, you know, the gear that used to just be motorcycle yeah. uh, enthusiasts would get these uh, these battery-heated cl- clothing. But now there's so much of it. There are things like what, – what do they call the – over your full face, balaclava, or what is it? Yeah. Right. So mm, essentially just leaves your, your what is it? A balaclava? Casey, yeah. Yeah. Casey yeah. was talking about that? the Greek I, dessert. I like baklava. baklava. Yeah. Actually a Why do you have Greek dessert? pastry on your face? Okay. Uh, it's everything but your uh, your eyes right. covered, yeah. But they have heated versions of those as well and things. Okay. Yeah, that, so you can you can do that without, because as Kathy's right, on those hand warmers, you can't put them on, <laughs> directly on your skin. Yeah, the nose warmer thing died. I'm sorry. It and, looks and, stupid. And I, my nose does get quite chilly when, when we hit these really cold days, but I would never. You'd look like an idiot. I'd never wear one of those. Uh, it looks like, you know, like a, like a bad Bond villain. Yeah. And it's red noses here. The the one warming thing that I, did, that I wish I still had was, do you remember the 360 uh, uh, earmuffs. Yeah. No, they're great. They go they're great. The, they go back around the back of your head. Yeah. Those are pretty solid. Steve uses those. I, I do use those. Yeah. I find that, um, they, they, as, as long as my ears are warm, yeah. people say, oh, there's oh, so much heat escapes from your head. It doesn't. But when my ears are cold, that's when I start to feel it. If my torso's warm, mm-hmm. I'm good to go. Yeah. I just put freshly cooked, uh, chocolate chip cookies in my vest. Does anyone besides our family have a hard time? Hanging on to pairs of gloves. Oh my god! I we have. I'll, I'll have to bring a picture of the bag of gloves that we have. Winter gloves. Just one. It's, it's, I, you can't find any that match. I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna try to match it. Just two gloves. Two I need gloves. a left and a right. Yeah. <laughs> and and we can't find. I don't know where the hell they go. Why don't they? And you hold on to them just in case you find the other you one. You find the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Why a don't they huge have... bag of gloves? So they have things like a clip for your gloves and things. Why don't they have a sleeve in your in your coat that is actually a glove, glove. that can be that can be folded up like the same and way you tucked have, up under tucked there? up under. Yeah. You pull it out and Maybe it's they should right. Yeah, because that's a good invention. Preston's right. You lose gloves. Glove it happens coats. all the time. Coat gloves. Coat gloves. You just write that down and patent that stuff right now. Yeah, gloves. Uh, there's only one person in my Gloats. entire household, uh, actually two, including my mother, but uh, that can actually hang on to pairs of socks and and gloves, and that is me. I'm the only person because I I put them in places. That that's, good. That's my Check place. Some pictures. <laughs> yes. The only man who could hold on to both gloves and what else did you say? <laughs> and socks. And socks. <laughs> Sock and. What did you say? Gloves. Gloves. <laughs> uh, we're looking at something that might be this, Casey. Oh, the My invention's already been invented. Damn it. Oh, uh, but that looks like they zip on, Steve. It looks like a zip on. Yeah, but that's From not bad. Zone pictures. Yeah. <laughs> then you could take them off when it's uh No, no, I'm saying, out. no, but then you're going to lose them. Yeah, you're going to lose them. You'll lose them when you take them off. They, they should they never. Are irreparably, irrevocably attached to the coat. All right. I'm sure they make them. So they have fingerless gloves, right? Those yes. little half gloves? They stink. I, they do. But <laughs> do they have... I, I actually like them. What I really like are the palmless gloves. Well, that's that what I was going to ask. the fingers that you put... Damn it. That was my thing. That's <laughs> where I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you legitimate, legitimately? Well, I don't know if they have that. Because yeah. they have the they're fingerless gloves. They're called finger cocks yeah, is what they're called. Palmless gloves would be great. Palmless gloves. Well, essentially, they would be like thimbles, you know? <laughs> no, they're, they're actually, for people who have medical conditions, they're called finger cots. 
And you'll see them. You know, they're, really? Yeah, for people who have na- like rot- rotten nails and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And, they, and they don't want to wear nails. gloves that would be too hot <laughs> right. all the time. Right. They just yeah. need to cover the Finger rotten nails. Rotten. That's yeah. the medical term. Yes. <laughs> rotten nails. You have nail rot. I'm sorry. I have rotten nails. <laughs> for touchstone pictures, he was tortured by nail rot. <laughs> Until a young doctor named Kathy Romano came into his life. Take those goddamn things off. <laughs> We're going to fix your nails. Uh, and stop picking your nose. All right. <laughs> so nose warmers are apparently they're they're a hit in uh, in the UK, at, or at oh, least this one company is having su- some success. Uh, how about something? I, if I don't mention this, this is something I I've noticed year after the year. Edition of the noticer. That yeah. He's noticed year after year. And uh, I've never mentioned before. And, Why not? And I don't need to go into a full on uh, Christmas lights conversation, all but. Right. Do uh, you guys ever go by the William Penn Inn at night? Where no. is it? Yeah. Where is it? Uh, it's is on that... two, Route 202. It is the William Penn Inn, right? It's the William Penn Inn, yeah. It's Those so... trees. Isn't it awesome? Where, are... where, where, where? So they have these really old, I guess they're oak trees. I'm not sure. They're gigantic, Steve. And they have covered every possible inch yeah. of of these trees. And I mean, all the tiny and little branches that go out. Ooh. And. How do you do that? I don't How do know. you wrap a tree like that? Is that and near it, Normandy it Farms? It looks so yes. pretty. Yeah, yeah it's it's not, a case. Not, I think it's on. It's a couple miles down from Normandy Farms. Yeah, okay. maybe. Um, maybe the crossroad is Penland Bluebell Pike. It's two hundred two and sixty three, which is okay. Oh, yeah. So if you go okay. into yeah. into Maniunk, Main Street, Maniunk, there are trees like that, and they, obviously the lights are up all the time. They just turn them on for the holidays because I've noticed. Uh, look, I'm a noticer too. Uh, is that it, like in the summer? You'll see it's so precise; it must take forever but you to wrap see it them. on there. Yeah, you see the bulbs on the trees. I do know that they keep these lit. Uh, by the way, the picture we're looking at doesn't do it justice. Not even it's close. Like Nine million times better than this. Yep. But that they keep them lit throughout the winter, so they, you know, they get their uh, they get the mileage out yeah, of it. Out yeah. of it, yeah. yeah does Steve, the fully, this, do they... this, this doesn't look anything. When you drive by, you're like, oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, they're, they're huge trees. Every single branch in the picture that we've just seen is completely illuminated. So in the summer, do those do those branches fill in with leaves? Yeah, yeah. The tr- yeah. they do. Yeah. Wow, yeah, they I do. wonder how that's achieved. I don't know. I do you don't think know. they take them off? It's incredible. There's no way. That's way too much work to take yeah. it on. Now we're looking at a better picture, Kathy. Look yeah. right here wow. with this couple yeah. getting yeah. married out front. You, you can't believe how they can cover every branch like that <laughs> with lights. I, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how you do that at all. Yeah. Uh-uh. I um. Oh. I notice an uptick in uh, people's uh, houses being decorated with lights this year, and I th- and yeah. I th- I think it's because of the net lights. The net lights make things so much easier, and the LEDs mm-hmm. as well. I actually stopped off at a house the other day, which is not too far. It's in the Hatfield area. It's near there's a there's a Lowe's, and I and I drive by this house from time to time. When we get there, there's two houses, one house uh, on one side of the street, and they're directly across from each other. One house is ridiculously old school, and by this I mean there's nary a square inch on the on the lawn is is uh, yeah. vacant, and it's all the old plastic, yeah, like plastic yeah, yeah. Santa Claus, very Claus's retro. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Really great. Yeah. The guy has a whole storage facility just for his stuff. Right now, across the street is the antithesis of that. It is the computer generated, uh, beautiful, yeah. very meticulous light setup. So I've seen these two things for years. So the other day. I was driving by, and the guy who has the more meticulously yeah. and the more modern, I, I stopped. And I asked him where he got his stuff. He and his wife were out front raking their yard. Yeah. And I go, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, I love your light display. 
where'd you guys get this stuff? And it turns out what I thought, they made it all themselves. They okay, yeah. oh When God. you see those houses that have the, um, the computer-generated uh, lights that can actually do GIFs and right. things yeah, like yeah, that, right. You can buy the components for that, but you have to put them together yourself. Well, you have to make program these things. Them? Yes. Well, not just program, but you yeah. have to you have to create it. Yeah. So so they took PVC piping. He said, "Yeah, I got a drill press. I drilled yes. all these holes in them, and I and I stuck the lights all through there one at a time." And he said, "But all that work is nothing compared to the amount of time it takes to program this stuff." He said that they were coming back from a vacation somewhere, and his wife had the computer and was working on while they were in the car working on. The program, and she said, I did about a one minute run through. Took me about two hours. Wow, a one wow. minute, one minute <laughs> program to go through, and it takes forever to do this stuff. But it's incredibly impressive. I knew immediately after I started talking to him, like, okay, I'll never do this. Yeah. yeah. So where I'll do you get do those old time decorations? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you went across yeah. the street. But he he gave me names and places that you can order these types of of LED lights. And, yeah. And where to? But but it's up to you to create the presentations to yeah. build all this stuff for. I'm like, I'll never do it. No. I don't have the equipment to do I'm it. I'm glad there are people that do it, but oh, it looks not, beautiful. Not yeah. Yeah. So getting back to the William Penn Inn, uh, apparently they, they wrap them every year. They, they take the lights off. Are you what? They, they kidding take, me? They take a few days over November. and A uh, few days? They, they bring in a bucket crew, a, a bucket lift, and they come in and they uh, take them off in January. But they, they stay up for a while. Uh, but they they rewrap them you, every year. How would you do that? Here, Mike has worked there for 15 years. So let me go to him. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, morning, guys. How's it going? Good. So we were. Nick just got the word that apparently they they take those lights down and put them back up every year. Yeah, he stole my thunder. I was just about to blow the lid off that one. So That's... how is that done? How something this? Now we're looking at every single branch and sub branch yeah. is covered in lights. How is that well, done? We've got an amazing maintenance guy who's like uh, you know one of these guys that can just do anything. They get a cherry picker. Um, they get a crew of about. Three guys, some of our utility guys, maintenance, and they're out in the cold day and night. And it takes longer than three days. It's uh, it's a actually a couple week process. Wow. When when do they do that, Mike? Because I would think you'd want to have decent weather when you're doing something like that. Um, well, the season there for you know being super busy starts at around Thanksgiving, so it begins uh, first week in November. First week in November, they'll start working on it. Still going to be chilly, yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, it's still cold. Wait for all the leaves to fall, right? Yeah, yeah. All the leaves have to the come up before you can fall, do that. Yeah. So it, it's yep. unbelievably impressive. And now that makes it that much more impressive that you that you tell us that because I I just thought it was wow. They leave them up year-round, and then they'll go and check and see what works and what doesn't work when the season rolls around. If you look up there on the fourth branch, Preston, there's a bird covered in lights. Right. (laughs) It's that detailed. I mean, the trees are huge, and they go out to every tiny, like Steve was saying, sub-branch that breaks, and they cover them. It's it's impressive. And it's the constant process of, you know how, like, when the little light burns out in your string? Yeah. That the whole entire string goes down, so it's a constant process of... uh, Figuring out which, oh, F that. which wire works, and you know which bolt needs to be replaced on your wire. Yeah. What 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 kind of lights? Like uh, there's different sizes, like C seven, C nine, and all that stuff. What 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 size lights are they using? Oh, I, I'm not sure of the size, but I just know that they're uh, they're fairly expensive LEDs. Oh, they are LEDs, yeah. so they're not incandescent. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, nice work, Mike. Give them our best over there. Okay. 
You got it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. I think they do uh, something pretty similar at Longwood because they'll take those lights off every year because the trees grow yeah. and, the, you know, branches fall off and, and whatever. So they have to unwrap them and then wrap them back up. But uh, a little secret I learned about uh, going to Longwood is uh, wait until after Christmas because it gets so crowded yeah. in between now and yeah. Christmas uh, that if you can go through January, all those lights are still up and oh. far, far fewer people. Okay. So nice. do it, you know. It's over. gorgeous. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous. But it gets packed. All right, just a couple things I noticed. One of the past shows, long in the in the holiday edition of uh, the Noticer. The this holiday week. edition of the Noticer. First oh, time oh, we've, oh. we've ever done. <laughs> All right, I want to take a break and I want to give something away. Can I give away this case? Yes. I have a Star Wars prize pack that does include a pair of Fandango tickets that you can see uh, the final installment in the Skywalker saga. Wow. Uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker in theaters nationwide on Friday. So we'll we'll give you a pair of tickets to go see that. So and, and a prize pack comes along with that. Uh, caller number fourteen at two one five two six three WMMR. We're going to take care of you. We'll take a break. Come back in a second with our friend Greg Fitzsimmons. Stay with us. Here comes the MMR. Tomorrow from 8 to 10, the MM Army Rocks West End Pub, 750 North West End Boulevard in Quakertown for our Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition Free Party. Win a seated Christmas Miracle on December 19th at Parks Casino Excite Center and enjoy Miller Lite specials. 93.3 WMMR, everything and everywhere that rocks. Uh, our next guest. Keeps booking shows while we're on vacation. <laughs> and now we're beginning to believe it's by intent. It's on purpose. Yeah. No, we need a face-to-face. We uh, do. For the fifth It's been a long time. It has been a while, but uh, we'll do the next best thing. We'll at least get him on the air. He's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club on Friday the 27th, Saturday the 28th, and then he will be doing a Sunday show on the 29th. Please welcome our friend, Mr. Greg Fitzsimmons. Hey! Program. Hey, Greg. Hey, nice to be on with you. Yeah, I wish it was face to face. I miss you guys. Yeah. It's been a while. We yeah. always try to have Kathy. It- Hi, how are you? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the love? Yeah. <laughs> how have you been? How's I, I? You know, I follow you on Instagram and on on Twitter. I don't know. I, I don't deserve your praise for that, but I see a lot of things that are going on, and I I this Venice uh, Christmas celebration. I was watching the video. There's like an armada of of uh, Christmas uh, vessels that go down the water. It, this looks like a pretty cool thing. Yeah, this is in. Um, I love living in Venice. It's just so there's so many cool things about it. But there's a bunch of canals that um, that were dug out. You know, basically when Venice was created, uh, there was the guy named guy named Abbot Kinney went to Italy and he saw the canals and he came back. And he said, I want to have that same thing here in Los Angeles. So he dug out all these canals, and uh, he didn't know that 150 years later they would be uh, homeless encampments, but it's still it's charming. Right? It's, no, charming is exactly the word. It looked – I had no idea it was that um, that European-looking, and uh, yeah. the, the stuff, is just, it just looked really cool. How, how elaborate is that celebration? It's incredible. It goes on for like an hour, and it's all all different people have little boats and flotillas, and um, I mean, literally like uh, just barges that people put together with like you know uh, pieces of driftwood. <laughs> and there's this old couple in the video. If you go to my Instagram, there's an old couple in a video, and they're singing Christmas songs. Yeah. 
but they've got their outboard motor is being run by one car battery and the wind starts blowing and they can't fight the wind. And so it starts drifting them down the wrong path oh. off the parade. They just, just have thinking, little, they're little trolling motors then. Oh my God. Yeah, and Right. And there's just no way they're getting out of that. <laughs> it's It's got to be weird, that dichotomy, because you do talk about, you know, the, 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 the homeless. I mean, obviously, if you're going to be homeless, you want to live there, as I think uh, yeah. was observed a long time ago. But. So it, it, do you is it is it encroaching upon you uh, in that area dramatically or is it still, uh, you know, at, a, at an arm's length? It's you know, it's everywhere, but it's always been a part of Venice. Like you, when you move to Venice, you got to do it with your eyes open. Like this is a bohemian. This is, you know, the doors. And yeah. it was always a very like, um, you know, indoor, outdoor environment. Yeah. And so. You get all these yuppies that are moving in, and they're buying houses and tearing them down and putting up, like, you know, $3 million structures, and then immediately going, we've got to get rid of these homeless, as opposed to the people that have always loved. You know, I've been here for 20 years, and it's more like, you know, how do we help the homeless? Right. That's that's a, that's an interesting concept, yeah. uh, showing a sign of humanity. But so so yeah. who who's winning in this uh, in this battle? The homeless. Uh, <laughs> you know, because, you know we, we work in a soup kitchen on uh, on some Sundays, and we go in, and uh, they we wanted to volunteer. And they're like, okay, great. Uh, here's, the, here's the shopping list because you're going to serve for, like, 100 people. Right. But you have to buy all the food and, and, and serve it. And they, and they like, they're, and it's like a three-course meal. They're like, oh, no, you need, like, an appetizer. Right. I'm like, wait a minute. How about, like, so what happened to soup? Didn't it used to be a soup kitchen? <laughs> it, they were classically called soup kitchens. Dessert? <laughs> I don't eat dessert. <clears throat> so what? 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 what is the, the pot? Is it, like, pudding or is it creme brulee? No, creme brulee. <laughs> and, uh, and they want you to torch it at their table. <laughs> <laughs> Caramel. Well, you, you had some pretty heavy hitter uh, neighbors. I don't know if you still have that roster in your neighborhood. You would, I think, were you close to Julia Roberts and or Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks? And are, do you still see them hanging around? Do they work, uh, visit the soup kitchen as well? Or? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's, as a matter of fact, Julia, who my wife used to work for, we were over at her house one day, and uh, we're sitting there, and homeless people came by, and she she had an orange tree, and they were they were leaning over her fence and picking all of her oranges to eat. Wow! <laughs> she, she helped she helped them. She started them over some other oranges. Yeah, yeah, it was very sweet. You know the the, the, the yeah, phrase no. the phrase that always comes to mind is there, but for the the grace of God, you know, so everyone can be in that position. And you, you you know, we we just had our big uh, camp out for hunger charity uh and it was uh you know 2.7 million pounds of food was raised so people this is wow some, that's yeah, amazing it's something that resonates with people and especially this time of year but uh but that's cool yeah. that you go do that you know and 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 go out and and and, and see that so you just did a charity yeah, um, for the kid. i'm it's sorry for the kids because like you know they, they grew up seeing you know i grew up catholic and uh you know it was like there was a lot of problems with it but there is service yes you, know, you do take that from it What's the uh, the Best Buddies Fund? I, I've seen that mentioned, and I know you had a big uh, comedy show with that. Oh yeah, it's um, it's a, God. You're making me sound really terrible. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm. I, this is I'm putting major tension to your rep. I'm sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> I do um, I do this benefit every year for the Best Buddies, which is 
a group that helps people with intellectual disabilities. Yeah. And so we threw a benefit this year, and it was um, – God, who do we have? Yeah, Bill uh, Burr. Bill, yeah, Bill Burr, Bert Kreischer, uh, Ron Funches. Um, it, it was it was amazing. And the best part is there's a there's a guy named Chris Tunney who has Asperger's, pretty severe Asperger's, and he his father taught him to do stand up comedy. Really, and he's come on, he's come on the show every year for six years now, and and he crushes. He goes oh. up and he he does jokes about how he doesn't like the word Asperger's because <laughs> and it's it's hysterical. Oh, that's great! That's awesome. Yeah. And this is an annual, or was this the first year for it? No, this is sixth year we've done. Sixth year, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah. so since we it's been a while, I mean, we see you out and about and doing all this stuff. I know you're working on, on multiple things. Obviously, stand up the main fuel, but you obviously do a lot of writing as well. You were involved with a number of different shows. Uh, what 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 is uh, what is mainly occupying your time now outside of stand up? Besides your your podcast, God, you do. In fact, you do too much. It is too much, and you know, it's like it's for a guy who I consider myself lazy with ADHD. But then at the end of the year, I'm like, what did I do? I mean, Uh, you have multiple. You have your own. You have so there's the show. There's the the uh, there's childish, uh, which you which you uh, host with uh, Allison uh, Rosen. Uh, Right. There's your own stuff. You're you're, how many shows currently are you doing? I'm doing uh, Fitz Dog Radio and Childish, and then I'm launching another one this year called The Sunday Papers, oh, where me me and another guy read the Sunday paper, and then we do jokes about it. Mm. I mean, look, it's podcasting. Yeah. It's not like you guys, where you you know, you know guys are making millions of dollars over there, right? <laughs> Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> and, you know, and the key is that, you know, you... You gotta you gotta wet your beak from these uh, charities. You know, yeah. you get a little taste of that. Right. That helps. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we we want a taste, is what we say. So yeah. yeah. You know, you got. It was like Paul yeah. Sorvino in Goodfellas. Where, where yeah, right. where's my taste? Here's my taste. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, it was busy. I was writing on. Um, uh, um, why, why am I forgetting the name of it? Um, crashing. For oh. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's six in the morning here in LA. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We get up around noon, um, and so so that was fun working with Judd Apatow and Pete Holmes, and we we uh, and that was like relentless. That was like fourteen hour days. See, um, I I enjoyed that movie and, or not show. movie show. I, I meant show. I meant show. Um, I enjoyed that show because I love stand up comedy and I love you know comedic shows, and I know that it had a lot of stand ups that were writing for it. Um, but I talked to other stand ups about it, and they. It's not that they didn't like it, but they're like, oh, it's not like that. I'm like, well, I know it's not like that. I don't kn- I know yeah. that, like, you know, uh, Sarah Silverman is not letting, you know, brand new comics crash on our couch or whatever. But, um, you know, there there were some episodes that really stood out. I thought the Bill Burr episode was uh, was a brilliant episode. But I, I, I wrote that one. Did you really? Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was it was a great episode, man. I really enjoyed it. So thank you for that. Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta say, like Bill made me look good because I wrote a lot of stuff, and then he came on set and just completely riffed different stuff that was way better than what I wrote. So uh, I gotta thank him for that. And you, uh, you, you guys, you know, it, go ahead. But you know, I got his voice because I, I spent some time in Boston doing stand up. That's where I first met him. Yeah. You know, thirty years ago. And uh, so I, I love writing in that angry Irish voice. <laughs> you guys are so similar, though, and and I know you're 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 best buds. And uh, when you hang out, because they're obviously you both have wonderful sarcastic senses of humor. 
do when you get together, do you engage in an activity to to counter that? Does the sarcasm become too much? And do you do you knit? Do you uh, <laughs> what do you do? You know, because when you have someone who's very much like you and has that same sort of attitude, how do you tamp that down? Or do you or do you just go hardcore the other way? Do you carry sarcasm to nuclear levels? No, we go. Uh, Bill will call me up in the middle of the day, and I'll answer the phone, and he'll be like. He'll be like, what are you doing, kid? I'm going down to the dunks. Get some crullers. And we'll go back and forth screaming in a Boston accent for my wife will just look at me. It'll go on for 20 minutes. And we don't say one normal thing. We don't ask, how are you doing? How are your kids? And then all of a sudden you just go, all right, we'll see you, you queer. And just hang up the phone. And that's it. And that's the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like, so, it's yeah, hand. you guys get each other, which is uh, which is cool. Well, that's what's funny about comedians is like, you know, the the best times of my life have been like in the back of comedy clubs. You know, like the comedy store is such a great hang in L.A. And it's like you stand in the back hallway and you're sitting there talking to Joe Rogan, yeah. busting each other's balls. And then, you know, Burr rolls in or like, you know, uh, um, Tony Hinchcliffe and everybody's just like hanging out in the back. No. And then nobody ever goes, Hey, let's all like get our wives and go to dinner. It's like, <laughs> no, it's not going to get any better than this right, right here. Right. Uh, to me, that is insane. Like we have to wait on a weekly basis to get one of those names at helium. Right. And so yeah. you're, you're going to be that name in, at helium next week. And so if, if I found myself in LA, what night of the week do I need to go there to see Ten guys doing, you know, spots at that particular establishment. Well, you don't want the weekends because everybody that's good is on the road. Right? Yeah, you know? that's right. right. So if you come in on a Monday or a Tuesday, you're going to see, you know, um, Sebastian, and you're going to see Tom Segura, and you're going to see Ali Wong, and uh, you know, it, Anthony Jesselnick. Is like it hard to get in? Insane. Is is there a line around the corner, or, or is it like just walk in? It usually sells out by the day of. Okay. So if, you, if you if you're coming, like we get people that fly to L.A. It's almost like guys go to uh, Bangkok for a sex tour. Right. Come to LA it's for, the like, same thing. Tour. Wow, it's it's, a, it's an interesting corollary. Yeah, they just want to, and they want to see young comedians, which is weird. So, so we heard, and the legend. I, I agree with as with Casey. Uh, we're, you know, we're all fans of the the, the process and, and and stand up and the whole thing and and the, and the the lifestyle. And over the years, you've heard of that particular establishment and the legendary acts that would come in and sort of okay, everyone gets bumped because this person's going on. They 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 command the stage. Who, who is that person now uh, when when they come in? Who is who is the um, you know sort of the uh, the, the the number one? The alpha dog, so to speak, beside you, of course. Well, the, yeah, of course, I bump everybody. <laughs> I just, um, it's just, uh, it's people have a lot more respect now than they used to. So yeah. that actually doesn't happen very much. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I think that there's a respect for the other comics. And so it's not like the old days where like a random Wayne brother would come in and do an hour <laughs> in the middle of a show. Because like everybody has sets that like you might have a set at two or three different places in a night. And right. if the schedule gets thrown, then you're screwed. So um, no, it, it doesn't really happen. Not at not at the comedy store or the improv, really, or the Laugh Factory. I think it, that might happen more in New York. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a weird thing. I, it, you know, years ago when I I was just for a brief period to stand up and and you do open mic nights and there'd be five hundred people 
waiting to do stuff. And it was not uncommon for comedians to be on at, at you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.15 in the right. morning. It's just crazy. Uh, you know, but yeah. I, I guess yeah, that's it, part of the deal. It, well, it's, it's precious stage time. And, you know, what they what they have now is, like, there's so many people that started as doormen at the store, including Sam Kinison. That's where the tradition started. Hmm. And so they come in and they work as bouncers or they, or they work in the parking lot. And then what happens is, like, if somebody's late, they jump on stage and they get the spot because right. they're right there. And and then a lot of times they start the show with the doorman doing a spot. And so that's become the tradition. Like Mark Marin did it. Ari Shafir did it. Um, I, I wish I had the list. Somebody should write a book about it because it's it's pretty amazing. Hey, I wanted to ask, Greg, because, you know, you'd mentioned, you know, that list of people and, and hanging out with people like Bill Burr and Joe Rogan when you guys are all together. What that's that to me as just a as a non comedy person, as non comedian working in that industry would be so insanely intimidating <laughs> to be around uh, because I, I comedians to me are, you know, I pay, I go to the show, I laugh that way. I could never even hope to sit around and, and converse Riff, with yeah. guys like you because I would feel it's almost like the movie Rounders, you know, where he goes to Atlantic City and he's like, these people are just outmatched. That's all there is to <laughs> yeah. it. They, they have yeah. no idea what they've walked into. Right, right. And, and what, But I'm curious, are, for, for guys like you who are sharp as, as you and, and that company that you mentioned are, do normal people intrigue you at all? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, or are we just kind of, are we just kind of, you know, the material meat suits. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. It's like, um, yeah, you're definitely. People get made fun of if they're if they're like drunk and stupid. Yeah. But like that back hallway is also like people have to go to the bathroom and they walk past you. Mm-hmm. And so if they're if they're like big fans, they'll ask for pictures and stuff. But um, but no, I think people, I think comedians tend to be very curious people. And they're and they're you'd be surprised how much their listeners like Rogan will sit there and like really engage anybody that comes up to him and he'll like hmm. go deep he'll go deep and ask them about themselves and he's if you listen to his podcast he'll have on like a nuclear physicist yeah one yeah. day and an MMA guy the next day and he has the same level of curiosity which make the, which I think is the reason why his podcast is so big mm-hmm. is that he's ultimately just like a curious mind. Yeah, you as well. And, uh, you're 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 a good uh, interviewer. You're you know you uh, you you can tell you have that genuine curiosity that that makes it um, you know work because and also you have to think by your very nature as a comedian be an observer of life. Right, right, and I think it's um, it's it's something that works when you're on stage as, as a stand up because when you first start out and somebody heckles you, you have all these like lines up your sleeve. That you can that you can hit them with, you right. know. But then when you get good, you start to just listen to them, and let the crowd listen to them, and let them basically hang themselves. <laughs> You're so and right. That's when you can really annihilate somebody. Oh my god! I was just in Atlantic City. Jesus, I was at you know Howie Mandel has yeah. a club there. Yeah, yeah. At the Hard Rock. Yeah. And it's like a it's like a fifteen hundred seat theater, and they got me booked on a Monday through Thursday. In December <laughs> last week, right, and and I mean, it was a there were tumbleweeds rolling through the showroom. <laughs> there was nobody out there. Yeah. There was like three hundred people sprinkled into a fifteen hundred wow. theater, yeah. and but like consistently hecklers. And one guy, one guy sitting in the back, 
and I was having, I thought I was having a really good set. And then all in the middle of it, he just screams, you suck. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, wow, that's like an, that's like an eighties. Yeah. That is an old school. Yeah. Greg, there's a, there's a comedian who is local to Philly. Her name's Mary Radzinski. And uh, she was opening up for Marin on his latest tour. And she actually did our camp out for hunger. We do a comedy night as well. She, when she was with Marin, she did um, the, uh, she did some big venues, including the Marion theater here in Philadelphia. She ended up doing one of the casinos down in Atlantic city too. And she was telling me that, uh, the, the casino audience is particularly tough because it's just people who happen to be in the building at the time who may or may not want to go see a comedy show. And it's, oh, right. it's just the, the, you know, the blue They probably hairs. got the tickets for free through exactly. the casino because they lost so much money. They got comped and, and, uh, they're going to go see a show because it's something to do for an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. It's the, it's the worst place to do comedy. And then if you go to an Indian casino, like in Connecticut, yeah. add another layer of sadness because of the, uh, the genocide. <laughs> so the, the, the air of genocide is still, still looms large at the Indian casinos? The what? The air of genocide still, still hangs in the air at the Indian casinos? Yeah. It yeah. Does. And you can't really make fun of it. Because, no, no. You know, they'll, 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 you'll pack your bags and leave if you make fun of the Indians while, you, while you're staying. No, it's just, it would be very, very cruel. I have to ask you, because we did talk about the Venice uh, holiday celebration and everything, what's Christmas like at the Fitzsimmons uh, household? What what goes on? Is, is it a classic courier and I sort of thing, or are you, is it artsy? How do you guys experience it? Well, actually, the, the big Venice um, holiday for us was Thanksgiving. We just, uh, we do this thing where I throw a big uh, soccer game at like ten in the morning, huh. and we have about we have about forty or fifty people show up because we've been doing it for about fifteen years, and uh, everybody brings black and white T-shirts so we can split it up, and it's like it's like Braveheart with a soccer ball. <laughs> it's just insane. Wow! And then, uh, and then we all go back to our houses and we cook a meal, hang out with our families and friends, whoever comes over your house, and then we meet at the beach at like eight o'clock at night. And uh, and we go screaming into the water, like 50 of us. Like a polar and, plunge? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Polar plunge, ride a couple waves, and then we go back to this one house where they've got an outdoor shower and a hot tub, and everybody brings desserts, and they make this giant, like, rum punch, and people just stay stay till, like, 2 in the morning and get wasted. Dude, that sounds great. Yeah. That's, it, a, that's a great one. So that's the big blog. Christmas is a little bit more sedate. Christmas. We usually go to New York. This year we're going to go to Mammoth and do some skiing. There's oh, tons right. of snow up there already. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and that, but that other celebration, was that your creation that you guys do? The soccer part is. And then my friend Matt Malloy created the uh, the beach one. And <laughs> this was, when we first did it, we all had good bodies. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we all did. There was a time. Yeah. Yeah. People want to take group photos now. And it's like, <laughs> No, that's not a mess. <laughs> nope, that's, that's not, not happening happen. anymore. I love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, I just want to remind people the shows at Helium are uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Two shows Friday and Saturday. They will sell out. Yeah, and then one show on Sunday at uh, 730. So you want to grab those. And I, I like that time. I th- I'm always looking it's perfect. For- some entertainment in between Thanksgiving, I mean, between uh, Christmas and New Year. So I'm sure you'll you'll do wonderful. It's literally my favorite week to do stand-up. It's always been a place where people are just in such a good mood. Yep. such a relief that the holiday's over. And, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing it. And it is like it's my favorite club in the country. I love I love Helium. Oh, nice, man. And our buddy uh, Jake Matera is going to be opening up for you. He just texted me. Jake used to intern here and is a great comedian. Hey, and uh, he'll be your opener that week, Greg. 
Well, I always like to know who's going to be selling my DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, he's he's good with money and he's honest yeah. too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Greg. Have a good Christmas, man. Enjoy your time when you get to Philly. All right. All right, you guys are the best. Thank Thanks, you bud. So much. Appreciate it, Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Helium Comedy Club. He's awesome. He I is, love yeah. seeing his shows. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to give away... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We have a Blu-ray combo pack of Rambo Last Blood to give to you. Caller number 12 at, like at 215-263-WMMR. It has multiple formats, DVD, Blu-ray, yeah, and you can stream it too. That's correct. And Sly is back as one of the greatest action heroes of all time. Don't miss the last chapter of the legendary series available. I foiled the wet bandits. It's uh, tomorrow, by the way, is when it's available. 215-263-WMMR, rated R from Lionsgate. Steve, I saw it in the movie theater, and I had to check when I got home to see if it was produced by Bloomhouse. Because it's that bloody. Uh, oh, man, I love it. I cannot wait. <laughs> By the way, wait. Sly must have been in town yesterday or the day before. He posted a video really? on, on social this morning of him standing in front of the Rocky statue. Oh. So. And he said something's coming in the next month or so. So they were filming something. I don't oh. know what. Yeah. We've Listen, we have to call in. Frank Stallone was here, loved it. We know all the peripheral people around him. We've got to at some point. Yeah. Get him in here. Love to have him in. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, Stand by because the B-File is up next. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, got some stories ready for you. Let's get to them. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by HERS, introducing HERS new mini cheese puffs. Size is relative, flavor isn't cheesy, mini delicious. HERS, forever good. Mm-hmm. 81 hey. in a serving. It's unbelievable. Hey, uh, there's looking a lot like your mother, and then there's this. A 43-year-old man from uh, Porta Velho, Brazil, decided to dress up as his 60-year-old mother so he could pass a driving test for her after she failed it three times. He did in full makeup, painted his nails, wore a floral blouse, even had his hair blow-dried into a feminine style, and... He nearly fooled the person administering the driving test, but the plan backfired when his ID was double-checked. Many on social media have called the son's efforts noble, noting that he did it out of love, but he faces charges of identity fraud and attempting to deceive a government body. When the guy administering the driving test goes into the bathroom and Grandma's standing at the uh, latrine next to him, how you doing? A woman in Australia, this happened to her when she got home, uh... Uh, she was checking out her Christmas tree, and apparently there was a uh, a ten foot python wrapped up. In oh, it. My oh my god! Yeah, that's a that's a wild way to decorate the tree. <laughs> Leanne Chapman and her husband returned to their home in Brisbane on Thursday and noticed a commotion on their balcony. Uh, she said, "We came home from work, and there's a couple of butcher birds that visit every day, and they were just kicking off on the balcony, going crazy. Uh, so she started to video the birds." And her husband did, and uh, leaning on the tree, not realizing what laid wrapped around it. As she turned around and stepped back, he didn't realize. She said he was leaning on the Christmas tree with the snake wrapped around it. The couple left the snake alone, and later that night, it slithered away. Jeez. Uh, She said, it wasn't bothered by us. It just stayed there for a good few hours as we watched it through the window. 
Uh, it was only when the reptile moved from its position that the couple realized how big it was. She said it was big, really big. Uh, no word on where they saw the snake go to, but apparently it left the area. Apparently a lot of Christmas trees will have um, praying mantis nests in them. You know yeah. what? I've yep. heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate those things. I despise them. Yeah. Three men dressed as the Grinch, Spider-Man, and Captain Marvel were busted in Rockefeller Center on Thursday, sending other costume characters dashing through the streets of Midtown amid fears of a possible cartoon crackdown. Is the Grinch part of the Avengers? <clears throat> I, I No. <laughs> now. Uh, Lower East Side resident Kat Sullivan said that she witnessed a group of minions hauling ass through the newly pedestrianized zone. I would have loved to have seen that. She said, I asked for a picture, and they were like, sorry, lady, got to go. Does that sound like a minion? She said that struck Minions got to go. She said that struck me as weird. The cause of the scattering minions became clear. Moments later, Sullivan stumbled onto a trio of spandex-clad characters in handcuffs. An NYPD spokesperson confirmed... And three men identified only as the Grinch, Captain America, and Spider-Man. Oh, it's cra- Captain America. Uh, were issued summonses for disorderly conduct, and they're accused of blocking pedestrian traffic. Oh, where's Annabelle? Uh, and uh, Sullivan said that she thought that the handcuffs seemed like a bit much, but they had to cuff them. Yeah. How do you do that with a minion? A father has told how he was left terrified, and I saw the picture of this. It's hilarious. After he stumbled upon a T-shirt with a picture of his baby's face on it in the washing machine mid-cycle. So here's the deal. They have a front-loading washing machine with the glass, you know, in the front. And the baby's picture is on the T-shirt, and it's pressed up against the glass, and it looks like the baby is inside the washing machine. I would have (laughs) died. The social media user, here's a picture of it, Case. The social media user shared a picture of the youngster's face pressed against the washing machine door, prompting other shocked users to take uh, the comments, take to the comments section. While one was so frightened by the image that they urged the warning uh, to the post thumbnail, another insisted she was given a heart attack when she first saw the photo. Jesus. Uh, some advised the father to make sure that he turns the shirts inside out next time he washes them. Well, there's loads of iguanas in Miami Beach. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of the lizards are invading home and public areas there, causing locals to refer to the area as Jurassic Park. The owner of a golf club in the area says that she spends hundreds of dollars each year trying to control the herd of invasive iguanas on the property. Florida officials say the iguanas can weigh up to 17 pounds and grow more than five feet in length. Uh, They've been present in Florida for the last six decades, and scientists believe they were first shipped as pets from their native habitats in the Caribbean and South America. And this time of year, they start passing out because it gets colder, and they're cold-blooded, and... They will fall out of trees. Like, you can hear thumping iguanas from time to time, and you got to be careful. But apparently, they're really over the top. I saw saw a video of a golf course, Preston, that was just covered with them. Yeah, they haven't had any hard frosts in uh, Florida in in three or four years. And if they have a hard frost that lasts two or three days, it really helps to reduce the population. But because of global warming and climate change, they haven't had that. So this population has gotten infinitely worse. Yep. All right, then one last story. The use of the word suicide has become cause for alarm when used in a school setting, and that's exactly what one teacher is being accused of. Uh, uh, so there was a note that was left on the message board, and it said, the owner of the next voice I hear is just asking to be named in my suicide note. Hmm. So this is a middle school teacher that posted it on her smart board during class. And according to an anonymous tip, the seventh grade teacher wrote the note threatening to add students Names to her suicide note if they spoke during class. 
Uh, for the students in the class, the message was more than just unprofessional. According to the anonymous tip, students were so spooked, a few of them ran out of the classroom screaming. And the teacher had apparently asked to be let out of her contract for mental health reasons. And she allegedly provided a supporting doctor's note stating that she was unsafe to her and her students. But administrators would not allow her out of her contract. Oh, come on now. Oh, come on <laughs> So, uh, anyhow... Obviously, the uh, school district is trying to find a solution. Oh, I to know. The issue. I'm suicidal. I'm going to hurt the kids. Go back to class, you scamp. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you in the bizarre file for now. All right, let's do a few more of these. Uh, we have the Christmas Miracle live broadcast coming up on Thursday. It is this week, and it is indeed a Christmas Miracle. And I would like to get four callers, starting with caller number 15. At 215-263-WMMR, so 15, 16, 17, and 18, we have your tickets to join us at the Christmas Miracle wow. on Thursday at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. Now, you can bring a friend, but only you will be qualified to end up on Contestants Row. So you need to know a thing or two about the show. Your friend can be a newbie if, if, they, if you want to bring them sure. along, maybe turn them on to what our program is all about. And they can possibly win some stuff. They just can't get in the Christmas Miracle game. We're going to have a good time. You have to be at least 21 years of age. It is a casino that we'll be at. So 215-263-WMMR. We will take those callers now, and we will see you on Thursday if you get through. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll see how closely you've been paying attention. The lesson question is up next. Got a bunch of actually really big news in the world of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. If you have not heard it yet, I will pass that information along to you when we get back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do the uh, lesson question for today. And up for grabs, we have a four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience now at the Franklin Institute. So the question that I think we're going to go with this morning is, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Actor Roberts Blossom, who played the scary old man in Home Alone, yeah. was also a dancer in which more recent movie? Two one five two six three WMMR. Oh, I thought he was a singer. <laughs> no, no, she was a dancer. Thanks, oh my god, he was a dancer. All right, so Roberts Blossom, who played the scary old man in the Home Alone, the first Home Alone, uh, was also a dancer. And which more recent movie? Two one five two six three WMMR. Light up those phones. Let's see if you can get through. Correct answer that we go to is going to win the prize. Meantime, we're going to do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by Patient First. Another Patient First difference: urgent care that's open eight a.m. to ten p.m. every day of the year. 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. Learn more at patientfirst.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, breaking news from HollywoodLife.com. Sources confirming that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's children looked as if they were having fun at a playground on Saturday. A spokesman of the family would not come into the word fun at this time, but did suggest that general frivolity had ensued. Hey! It was an actual article. Yeah. HollywoodLife.com. Breaking news. <laughs> Kylie Jenner displaying her supertone new physique at multiple parties throughout the weekend. Kylie said she wanted to get in shape now before she has a child and then was reminded that she does have a child. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Wendy Williams' divorce from her husband of over 20 years, Kevin Hunter, has been very drawn out. Hunter is denying Williams' assertion that he's being childish, saying all he wants is custody of his tree fort. 
Alright, Tiwi Cell, see if we can find the answer to this question. Actor Robert Blossom, who played the scary old man in Home Alone, was also a dancer in which more recent movie? And I will try Amy on the phone, see if she knows the answer. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Alright, so what uh, movie was Robert Blossom's dancing in? Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, Amy. We are going to set you up, Amy, with a four-pack of tickets. As the Philadelphia Wings face off. Somebody's been practicing. Yes, they have. <laughs> they got their bell back after the camp out. Oh, yeah. I missed my bell. All right, and uh, they're facing off. The Wings are against uh, Vancouver Warriors at the Wells Fargo Center for an exciting home opener on Friday, January 10th. Experience nonstop action, fun for the whole family, and enjoy dollar hot dogs. You can get tickets at wingslax.com. Uh, let's do music news, shall we? Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! <laughs> All right, and it's brought to you by Delilah's Tinsel and Tassels, Delilah's Ooh. Holiday Party, next Wednesday, the 18th. Actually, that's this Wednesday. That's day after tomorrow. Uh, featuring DJ June, the Delilah's Sexy Santa Contest, and more. Visit Delilah's.com for details. You fix that for me? Thank I you. will fix that right. for you. Red Hot Chili Peppers made a big announcement this weekend. They have parted ways with guitarist Josh Klinghoffer, and they have been rejoined by John Frusciante. It's, uh, I never, no. ever, ever thought that would happen. I thought they were done. Uh, of course, his two previous stints in the group were marked by some of their biggest commercial successes. Klinghoffer was in the Chili Peppers for a decade, uh, playing on the band's last two studio albums, 2011's I'm With You and 2016's The Getaway. In a statement, the group wrote, Red Hot Chili Peppers announced that, they, that we are parting ways with uh, our guitarist of the past 10 years, Josh Klinghoffer. Josh is a beautiful musician who we respect and love. We are deeply grateful for our time with him and the countless gifts he shared with us. We also announced... With great excitement and full hearts, that John Frusciante is rejoining our group. Frusciante joined the Chili Peppers following the death of founding guitarist Hillel Slovak in 1988. First played on 1989's Mother's Milk and 1991's Blood Sugar Sex Magic, the two albums that marked the band's transition from struggling act to breakout stars. A heroin addiction took Frusciante out of action in 1993, but he rejoined the Peppers six years later playing on 1999's massively successful Californication in 2002's By the Way. Uh, he left again in, uh, after 2009's Stadium Arcadium, making some 14 studio LPs during an eclectic solo career. Uh, the Chili Peppers have reportedly been at work on a new album due out in 2020, although whether or not the band has been working with Prashanti already or will start fresh is not known at this time. So he... Uh... He left, as you know, said to to go off, and he had had obviously a virulent drug problem. Got his act together, was doing a whole bunch of solo stuff. Then there was word he was not going to play music at all. Yeah, and here he is now back with the band. Yeah, uh, for a while there, he was recording stuff, but he was not going to sell it. He yeah, to give it away and uh, give it away. Give now. it away now. Uh, <laughs> but now back with the band, and listen, it's it's the right group of guys to be together. Uh, they they just. They work so well musically. It's a big sell, too, for a tour. Yeah. If you have that lineup back. 
It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, if anything was kind of, if they felt any any fall off, yeah. uh, this will certainly reignite. I think so. Uh, lots of ticket sales. So we'll see how that translates next year. Hopefully a tour next year. That'd be great. Five-finger death punch guitarist Jason Hook had to undergo surgery to have his gallbladder removed, <laughs> forcing the band to postpone the last few dates of its current North American tour. According to TMZ, Hook had been experiencing pain that sent him to the emergency room twice, and it was during the third visit to the ER that doctors determined he needed his gallbladder removed due to blockage. Uh, his operation took place on Thursday night, just hours after the band was forced to postpone a show in Duluth, Minnesota. The band issued a statement saying that Hook will have to remain in the hospital until his doctor determined he is fit uh, to be discharged and travel home. Uh, Jason very much appreciates all the well wishes, they said, and rest assured, we'll see you back out on the road very soon. My father Uh, had his gallbladder out, and you you just sort of compensate with medication. Yeah, my mom had it, too, uh, and it was fairly routine. Yeah. Uh, So their eighth studio album, F8, is coming out on February 28th. Hailstorm guitarist Joe Hottinger has revealed in an interview with Guitar Bonito uh, that the band has finished recording a new EP, although he did not want to divulge details about the disc. He said uh, there'll be more information on that coming up. It's just getting mixed now, and it sounds awesome. It's something we never, we've never we never really done before. Everyone's expecting a cover EP, but we're about to shake it up a little. Technically, it is a cover EP, and then he laughed and said, you'll find out. It's cool. In fact, Lizzie Hale had added, it's nothing like what you think. We can't really talk about it yet. So we'll just no have way. To, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker has launched a new label called DTA Records, with the first offering being a track called Gimme Brain. That's a collaboration between Barker, Lil Wayne, and Rick Ross. Huh. Uh, Barker says the label will start out as an outlet for his own music, but the drummer plans to expand it in the future and develop up-and-coming artists. Is this his first project with Lil? Yeah, I don't know if they've worked together or not. Um, he explained, I had a lot of new young talent coming to the studio over the last couple of years. DTA felt like it could be an opportunity to sign some of these artists myself and help them grow. So Can he- you call, is it proper to call Lil Wayne Lil, or do you have to always say Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. It's a good question. He's got to have a shortened version. <laughs> I would imagine Wayne will LW? just cut it. LW, something like that. And then finally, Green Day uh, performed the classic Welcome to Paradise and the brand new Father of All on Thursday night at the 2019 Game Awards in Los Angeles. Huh. Uh, the band appeared alongside artists like Churches and Grimes. And following the performance, it was announced that a special DLC pack for the VR game Beat Saber was to be released featuring six Green Day tracks. I have Beat Saber at you home. You love it, right? It's so much fun. Yeah. It's a la, um, you know, Dance Revolution or uh, the the things that you have to do to a, to a right. rhythmic beat. I played a demo of it. It is, I, I'm like, this is kind of stupid at first. And then I started getting caught up and I'm like, this is really, really fun. I haven't played it in a while, but I do need to get back to that game. So, uh, But it, uh, Green Day is going to be featured on uh, some of those tracks. And that is what I have in music news for you this morning. Nice. Uh, we're going to take a break. And I'm going to give back. away some beer press. Thank you. We have a load. Of All right. It. Let me give a couple of them away. Yeah, sure. All right. So I got some beer here for you. It's the Yards Variety Pack. We'll take uh, callers uh, 10, 11, 12. And I will give you cases of beer, 215-263-WMMR. Holidays are here, and it's time to get together with those you love or don't. You can bring cheer, bring beer. 
Yards uh, Variety Pack. And you can find Yards Brewing Company's beers at Chambers 19 Bistro and Bar in Doylestown. You can also find them at Beer City in Quakertown. And you can also find them at Black... Annabelle's House. At Annabelle's House. <laughs> Black Powder Tavern in Wayne. So... Lil Wayne. Let's get you on board. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Get ready to wrap this whole thing up. And I'll tell you about the Word of the Week prize. If you have not heard about it just yet, we'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. The struts. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Uh, I do want to take this moment to thank our guest today, Mr. Greg Fitzsimmons, who is on to talk about his appearance coming up at Helium Comedy Club. He's coming in town next week, so it's not this coming Friday, but the following Friday, December 27th. And he'll be there uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. So uh wasn't able to pop by in studio because he won't be. We won't be here. We'll be on vacation. Yeah, things get cuckoo around vacation time. Yeah. It's part of the deal. Nice to hear from him, though. And uh, definitely happy to get more people on board Christmas Miracle. I'm done with the giveaways for the day. Marissa said she had uh, gave away a bunch over the weekend. She had two appearances where we yeah. were on location uh, handing those out and said that they were... Very well attended, and people that went to Irish Pub yesterday, she's like, some people came in from Maryland. Wow. Just to try to win tickets to go to Christmas Miracle. Well, that says everything about how highly coveted they are. I love it. I love it. That was very cool. So, uh, let's see. Pierre Robert is here. How are you, sir? Did you have a good weekend? Very good. Excellent. Happy to hear that. Weather's supposed to turn at some point. It looks fine right now. I have 70 degrees later this afternoon. 70 degrees. No, no, no. It's not going that way. It's going the other way. No, 71 okay. maximum. All right. Uh, no lower than 68. Ah. Uh, and That's good news. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. It's beach weather. Was it uh, raining when you came in? No. Is it supposed to be? Yeah. Snow rain. and rain this morning, yeah. yeah. It's just rain and love. Rain and <laughs> love. Oh, all right. Okay? Okay. So get your rain in order, sister. All right? <laughs> Said it all, man. Throwing some attitude here. Yeah, I'm just trying to help. I understand, man. Just... Uh, you want to do the letter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes don't know. Yeah, no, just keep moving forward. Sometimes in the you direction. Need to just help me along. Here yeah. we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. M as in madness. All right, yeah. and a pair of tickets to see the Struts on December 29th at the Fillmore and a signed copy of Young and Dangerous on Vinyl. And we're also going to throw in a pair of tickets with meet and greet passes as WMMR presents Greta Van Fleet December 30th at the Met Philadelphia. Both shows sold out. You can get to both of them with some special uh, bonuses like meet and greet. That's very cool. Very cool. We'll give that away on Friday. You going to go to any of those shows? Yeah, I'm I'm hosting a couple of them. Awesome. I mean, it's it's almost every night from the 27th through the 31st. Yeah. With Government Mule, two nights with Greta, two nights with Struts, uh, record companies, New Year's Eve at the TLA. It's a busy week. Wow. Um, So it'll be fun. All right. Excellent. Uh, What's up on your program today? Well, I thank you, Preston. Mm -hmm. Um, It will be... uh, Oh, this is Mariah Carey. 
Right, Gary. You're playing Mariah Carey today? Uh, no, I realize what this is. Okay. Uh, we I found online, I found a Mariah Carey um, mashup with Freddie Mercury on a Christmas song. Oh. Um, see, now I heard one with um, Marilyn Manson. I've heard that one, too. It was pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah, but I have not heard the Freddie Mercury. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, we're, we, we may roll either of those out, either nice. the Marilyn or the Freddie. Uh, or maybe one today and one tomorrow. Love it. Um, to help Bill's blood pressure. <laughs> and um, we also have Workforce Blocks of ZZ Top. Uh, Billy Gibbons got a birthday today. We've got uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix. And we will do a block of Christmas songs every day in the Workforce Blocks right on through. Excellent. All so. right. Thank you, Pierre. I'm going to thank our sponsors. The program today brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International. Uh, and also by Wilmington University. Experience the WilmU difference by visiting wilmu.edu. Uh, tomorrow morning on the program, uh, there's a good chance we might have Josh Gad on. Oh, oh that'd be that. awesome. Yeah. From, uh, Frozen and uh, Book of Mormon and yep. countless other things. Yep. So uh, we'll see if uh, we end up uh, doing that tomorrow. So we should have that. And, of course, Christmas Miracle stuff and... Uh, who knows what else? Barn door. All right, that is it. Yeah. We are done. <laughs> Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Those stupid sons of bitches who put the traffic lights in Bristol. What the were you thinking? It took me an hour and a half to get from Ben Salem to Bristol. I understand traffic's bad, but did you have to make it that much worse? Next message. What's <laughs> going <laughs> baby? I don't even know how to f***ing I remember this number, but somehow when I'm drunk, I remembered it, and I called it. And here I am, baby. What's going Woo! Next message. It's beginning to look like a f***ing nightmare out here. Mother don't know how to drive. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. <laughs>